So you got that newsletter going. I did. I, I created, well, we had this idea a few weeks ago. My husband introduced me to this place called Substack, which is basically a newsletter platform for email. And I found, I'm like, hmm, I want to write a newsletter because I, I have blogged for four years. So I was like, why not? So I made the Hypothesis of Herald and it's just kind of a conglomeration of everything we talk about. Like it, it has a weekly session or section that kind of goes over what hypotheticism is mm. and explains the tenets of it. I have a corner just for you that yeah. contains what rabbit holes you've been going down, which <laughs> I thought was very amusing. We have a final thought. I mean, it's just, it's just a little digest that kind of expounds on what we talk about and it. I'm really happy with how the first like edition of it turned out. Yeah, and it'll obviously evolve and grow as well, just like the podcast is. Well, yeah, and just like we do with everything we do and as people. Well, and that's the whole point of so, hypothesis is yep. to be in a constant state of learning through investigation. And mm -hmm. so I'm going to expound on it a lot. Um, I'm going to learn right along with writing that thing. I personally haven't read it yet. I know you've, you've done one already. I did. I will be reading it today. Oh. So I'm excited. And I encourage all of you to go. Uh, we will be, I don't know where we're going to put the link yet. I need to add that to Twitter somewhere. Well, I did share it to Twitter, so if you go to our page, yeah, I gotta add it's it because I know you can do the pinned article, the pinned tweets now. Oh, that's right, you could pin I, it up. I there. don't know how many you can pin. I'll it's also probably do more that than to Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, because on our Twitter, like if you guys don't know what other platforms we're on, um, and they don't want to like sift through the episodes where we do tell you that at the end and stuff, just get if you go on our Twitter at Go I the Show. Uh, you don't even have to have an account to look at our tweets. It's not private or anything. But I, the very first tweet I have pinned is all of the links to all of the platforms are on so far, I think. Other than the ones that are included, like with Apple, they automatically upload you to like three other different platforms I've never heard of. And uh, I think Amazon does the same thing. And I don't know which ones they use. Spotify. We are know. on the main platform. We're on the main one. Spotify, Apple. We're going to get on Pandora and Stitcher soon. I don't know why anybody would use those for podcasts, but people do. So it is what it is. Ouch. But if really, honestly, guys, you can, listen you to can get anywhere. on. You don't have to have a Podbean account. You can you can go on Podbean and stream our episode and download it without an account, I believe. You can do they, the free You one. might have to have the Podbean app to download it. I don't know. It's a pretty good app. I have it on it, my phone. It does say that people are downloading our episode from Google Chrome on our analytics, though. So, I mean... It's you don't have to have any of those platforms. If you just go to our Podbean, it's i the show at podbean.com and you know it'll be there. Uh, maybe we should I've got to find a way to uh, link that on our Podbean page. Link well, the link the substack. There's a link tree thing. Yeah. I'll 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 make one of those where you can click is, on that and it'll take us to all our links. This is what, what I don't do. like about social media is that there's so many of them. <laughs> and so it's hard to keep track of everything you have and then make sure there's like a concise list for everybody to, to view. And we don't really necessarily have a website. And even if we did, how many times do you guys go on a podcaster's main website? I, I don't. don't. I feel like this is the juxtaposition between being a creative and then having to do the business of being a creative. Yeah. And, tell, and you I and sure I wish tend we had to a be secretary. more... Well, we tend to be more of the wanting to do the creativity part, and that is very exhausting. Anybody who like paints or does things, it's invigorating, but yeah. at the end, you're kind of like, ugh. You know? And then you got to figure out what to do with your painting. Yeah, and, and then, then you, you got to feel present it. Yeah, and you got to feel the pain of like when nobody listens to your painting. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care either. It's nice to just get these thoughts out into the ether. It's true. Well, I like it when people like what I create, but it's not the reason why I do it. Yeah, I, I don't guess. care. This, like our podcast, I is actually so would prefer you don't like it because then we can have conversations. But you know, oh, so like you on Twitter, like. like uh, I was promoting hypothesis on Twitter this week by uh, I, I made a weird point, and a lot of people are going to hate me for this, but. Uh, uh, Biden and Kamala Harris were on time, the cover of Time Magazine, and I was like, ooh, this is going to be some juicy comments. Mm -hmm. So I, I got baited, and I clicked on it, and I was reading the comments because it's fun for me to watch people argue. 
But every once in a while, I get compelled to jump in because somebody was like, remember Hitler was on the on the cover of Time in 1938 or whatever. And I'm just like, first of all, that was before all the evil shit. And I was like, if you take away all the evil shit, just for a second, you know, just massive benefit of the doubt here. Pretend never it happened. Uh, from just an objective standpoint, just focusing on leadership alone, Hitler was great. Well, he and inspire people. When you say that, People don't understand that great doesn't imply good or evil. But, uh, the definite. Let me pull up the definition of great because I can't remember. But the they word for took word. that mental leap, yeah. didn't they? That you were uh, saying. Define great. That they, you were saying Hitler was good, right? That's yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> what great means is, uh, hang on, I gotta shut Google up. It means of an extent, amount, or intensity considerably above the normal or average. That's all great means. So that's what I was saying was like obviously he was a great leader in order to lead that many people to do that evil of things. That was my point I was trying to make. You also put great in, a, in front of leader as an adjective. Well, I see the problem was I also noticed I misspoke and said good leader. Oh. I still meant what I meant, but I, I, I used a word that nobody was going to associate with what I actually meant. So it blew up and then I explained myself and then there were still those jackasses that were like, you're, you're a Nazi apologizer. Oh. And I'm like, that wasn't the point I was trying to make. And in no way, shape or form am I a Nazi. Like I am part Jewish. Also, this like that is, would be directly contradictory to like your existence, <laughs> to my existence. <laughs> but see, this is a great topic. I hate people cannot seem to take anybody's thoughts in context. They one are too lazy to do any investigation a lot of the time to go see what that person actually meant. Like, <clears throat> go in there and take some time and be like, what's the context? Mm -hmm. What's this person's point? Where are they coming from? It's just soundbite, clickbait. I want to uh, kill you. I gotcha. Everybody wants that gotcha moment because of dopamine. Yeah, it dopamine. Yeah, it makes then, you feel good. But then when you have no profile pic on Twitter. And you can't know the difference between the, the different yours. And you try to blast me with your ignorance. I feel like you need to, before you start to preach to anybody or, or do a gotcha moment, you should, first of all, know how to comprehend what you're reading. And second of all, at least try to spell things right or use proper grammar. I mean. Well, if you're going to project your superiority of your thought <laughs> then and being be superior. on someone, then you need to make sure that yeah. you are coming at it like a boss, right? That's what yeah, exactly. Well, I, the, something that, that correlates with this or, I've noticed this week is I read both the left and the right commentary because I like to kind of get a gist I of do where too. everybody's I, at. I, uh, it's fucking fun. And so bro. on the right right now, everybody's pretty much angry because of the Supreme Court throwing out Donald's stuff. Okay? Mm -hmm, a lot of people And so angry, they're yes. like, civil war, let's get at it. I'm going to kill all the Antifa people. And then you go over <laughs> to the left and... And I went to Reddit because, let's be honest, there's a pr statistically most of Reddit is a young urban professionals, at least in the commentary yeah. news section. And over there, there's this superiority arrogant complex. Like they're talking about, oh, it's just because yes, of lack of education. And so they're, they're doing the same thing that the right's doing. But what, yeah. I, what's making me sad is the division is so profound now that I don't know how we're going to get along. It's we're never going to get along on social media. Period. I think like all. that's uh, in my personal opinion. I don't think we are. I think it's designed mainly for all of this divisiveness is on the internet. In real fucking life, in reality, out there on the streets, you know. Yeah. It's I don't see it like that. It doesn't come out that way on the streets with well, people. Well, I Even, was in a Christmas to, parade yeah. yesterday, and yesterday, you know, we have the Rona. We're also on, in North Idaho, and though. we're in North Idaho, and so I'm sorry, it was like 20. <laughs> the Rona wasn't going to survive out there, but people came out. And it was like a scene from a Christmas movie. We're all on our floats. That's not a scientific fact, by the way. We don't know if I it was survives just joking, okay? Well, I wasn't even joking. I was just being a smartass. I don't want anybody to believe that if you just go to going to Alaska, we'll protect you. But anyway, I continue. am not a microbiologist <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Although they did find people buried in the permafrost that had Spanish flu in their lungs, and they've been able to do studies on it. That is a true That's fact. Very Look it up. So yeah. I think that, anyways, back to what I was talking about. 
everybody just came out. We threw candy to them. Huh. It was like this microcosm of just pure excellence in the midst of what social media and the media tells us is just a complete chaotic dystopian nightmare. And mm-hmm. so, uh, on the news, that's the way the world seems right now. This oh, is a it's chaotic just, dystopian be scared, nightmare. Be scared. Order something from Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bezos, save us with your magical Amazon powers. It's those small businesses that will give you the Rona. The giant ones are fine. Yeah. It's okay to go to fucking Costco, but God forbid, Mon Pa. Yeah. Mon Pa. Don't go to Aunt Becky's trains and things. Uh-huh. That's going to get you. Well, and that's a whole different conversation. I'm super Meanwhile, people are that. flying around on airplanes, and even with a mask, those particles are still getting in the air. You threw the mask, unless you're wearing a fucking hazmat suit, you're still putting particles out in the air, and it's going to get sucked into the air filtration system, and I guarantee those things aren't clean very often. Who, it's a fucking airplane. Who knew that masks, Thousands a piece, of, hours, a a piece of barrier on your face, would start basically the World War Three in mm-hmm. social media? Like, I'm I've not, seen so much negativity I'm not that. trying to say mask or don't mask. What I'm no, trying to say is when you're flying on an airplane, masks are irrelevant because the air is recycled. Period. Put, you're gonna, it doesn't matter. You're no matter how many masks you wear, you're still in a fucking tube, a pressurized tube of recycled air, within a very close proximity of other people. Oh, I know. I'm getting on a plane. On Normally, Christmas without the Rona at all, airplanes are fucking disgusting. I'm gonna take a lot of. Well, when I fly, I put Tiger Balm in my nose because it's just like <laughs> it makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's you like smell cleaner. I do. I get to smell it, and then. <laughs> but I, it's like, come on! Anytime you're in a closed group of yeah, humans, you're, you're sharing you're gonna, your farts. You're gonna share everything. You're breathing in each other's farts. I mean, you're stuck on a tube for how many hours? The best thing you can do. You're is gonna breathe your in a fart. System. Yeah. You know, it's just the way honestly, it is. yeah. I mean, it's the best thing you can do. Honestly, like the best thing you can do is go out, eat some dirt, lick a telephone, do whatever you got to do. That gut biome. Get is your a big fucking deal. immune system strength. Well, and and a lot of, you know, we were talking about this earlier, the way you can do that is get rid of inflammation, which our entire diet is sugar-based, so mm-hmm, there's yeah, the inflammation. Cut out the sugar. I'm trying my best to cut out the sugar, but Katie keeps bringing me sugar it's all the time. It's not my fault. I like to bake, but I... <laughs> I feel like once or twice a week. But I don't I'm, mind it. It's delicious. It brings me lots of mouth pleasure, but it's probably it's not, diminishing my okay, health. Okay, I will bring you an I don't, apple next time. I don't time. just eat nothing but sugar all the I time. I only eat sugar once or twice so, a week, which to me is a good right. balance. I really think it's moderation's fine. Nobody's going to die from a couple fucking candy bars. Or well, you vape and I Yeah, I can't say shit though. I fucking consume a lot of nicotine. It okay, but that's qualia. <laughs> coffee, like, yeah. Caffeine's a drug. Nicotine's a drug. My friend was giving me a bad time because I drink one cup. Podcasts are probably a drug. They probably are. I drink one cup of coffee a day and my friend's like, you should not. I bet you have to have some tomorrow. I bet you're addicted to it. And I said, okay, challenge accepted. So Friday when I was writing the newsletter, I didn't have any coffee. Oh. How did you feel though? Fine. Oh, good for you. Well, but I don't. I'm psychologically addicted to coffee and I'm probably physically addicted to coffee and I fucking love coffee and I don't care because I. You like it. It's just my thing. But I, I have cut down massively. I used to drink. A giant fucking mug of coffee and like two or three bang energy drinks a day. And that was to get me through my work day. But I was working a very physically laborious job on very little sleep. Okay, what did people use before the energy drinks? Because a lot of young coffee. people that I know, well, even that though, a lot of well, young before people. Before that, I don't know tea. What did they drink? Because coffee's only been around a relatively short amount of time they in the history tea of things. or they, co- they chewed on coca leaves. Oh, maybe it was the coca leaves. But damn, I want some coca that's leaves. A, that's a thing that people still oh, do. Oh, and also there. chia seeds. They, and like people in yeah, there's chia, other ways. There's almonds, other you eat a few Humans almonds. Humans have always boost. augmented our energy levels. It's not we've always something aug- new. We've always stro- strived, strove. Striven. <laughs> striven. Striven. Um, we've always word. strived to augment almost every aspect of being alive. It just, why not? 
Well, because I What's think we What's the shame in that? Why, I mean, why do we have technology in the first place? To augment our We've lives. We've augmented our evolution. Think of how great technology <laughs> has made it for us. We're not yeah. having to beat ourselves to death and die at 35. Yeah, I am in support of technology because we've ne- we couldn't evolve uh you know the internet there's no way to like we, we wouldn't have evolved like a psychic connection with the entire world so we have an electronic connection with the entire world through fiber optic cables well, and copper and you talk about augmentation think about just a couple generations ago what we would look like at 30 and 39 versus now yeah, because true. of the augmentation well because of health yeah, just health and alone stuff. yeah because i look back at pictures of people when they hit about middle age and the the, the burden of living mm. wore them down mm-hmm. like you can see it with the exception of the uber wealthy which have always been with us so uh-huh. They That's they true. get to augment their life. Some, some tribes had more tiger meat than the others. Well, and also you, know, you had your medicine man who could use woo and keep you. Ooh, yeah, you know, woo, woo. woo medicine man. Woo. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. There's a lot shamanism. to think about there. Shamanism. Shamanism. I read about that in your alien book. Ah. The shamanism. I forgot that part was in there. Yeah, there was a whole section mm-hmm. on shamanism. Yeah. Oh, that was God's Man of War, by the way. <coughs> by, by yeah, the Tom DeLong, uh, AJ, was it AJ Hartley that did God Man of War? Was somebody no, else? No, I got that book over Hart- there. Anyway, anyway we've already it. talked about this. Yeah, we don't need to go horse. back. We'll, we'll, trust that, me, we're going to do more alien that episodes. That horse is not dead. It no, is it's a, not. <laughs> how dare you? I got um, a Thunberg We uh, How dare <laughs> you? How you da- we're going to definitely do more alien episodes. Everybody chill out. I know it's fun. Well, for, I would love got to do some, serious some on location Ooh, sometime. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because well, that is a good that is a goal of mine. Once we actually get our media empire off the ground, is to travel things. and do video shows on the road, podcasts on the road. I think it would be fun. Oh man, it road costs trip. money, and we need your help. Uh, and I'm really in, in Bernie Sanders fashion. I we're once again asking for your support, and right now we're not asking for money. All we need you to do is spread the word. We can't even fit like feasibly. Ask for money until we get enough listeners. Well, and also, and we're we not doing dirty. this for money anyway. So we've, we've also had a discussion. Just, Brady and I hate marketing. Like, oh god, it, the dirtiness. I of think it. That, that that's what this episode is going to be. Uh, you know, about about is is the dirtiness of marketing because that's what I've been focused on all week. Is we have been talking about this, but we. I don't want to like. I just hate marketing. It's so dirty. No, what it correlates so, to, you know what it goes so to is you nefarious. hate asking people for things too. I, I hate asking people for things. I hate it. trying to deceive you and trick you into doing my things. If my product doesn't sell itself, is it even a product worth being like in existence? I also think that's not the purpose of our podcast. We've yeah. discussed that too. Is our we, podcast yeah. is more of therapy for us because we, just, we have a lot bouncing around in our minds. Yeah, we just want to get it out there. And, and we we'd figured, like to discuss it with mm, you. We we sometimes regurgitate some decent ideas in our in our rambles together. And so we figure maybe the world would benefit from it. And if, also, if not, then you, at least you our spent your time is, listening to us ramble. I don't know. It's very, well, it's also where we <laughs> get to be problem. truly ourselves. Like, yeah. I don't censor myself at all. And I, trust me, if you knew me in person, I censor myself all the time. Yeah. I'm constantly bending around people to make them feel comfortable. I don't do that here. And you definitely just spew out whatever you want. I think that's a popular aspect of podcasting in general. Because before podcasting, all we had was like, the television model and of, radio. and then the early YouTube type of short form shit. But there, before podcasting, like that's all we got. It was all very like planned. It was all very Scripted. produced. It was all very like homogenized in order to please advertisers because they want as many eyeballs as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we all got tired of that. It was very stale. And who wants to be scripted Especially the, all the news time? where it's just they're trying to get to gotcha moments. So they only give people like seven minutes to talk and they're trying to talk over them to get them. I'm gonna gotcha. get you. But think, I think that's why streaming is so popular is you get to see that person be themselves. Mm-hmm. 
So and, streaming, and it's genuine. And I think that's what people really wanted out of the television experience. Because when you think about television in the early days, like when it was black and white, yeah, it was just a dude sitting there talking for hours on some channels. There was only like five channels, and one of the channels at least was like a dude just sitting there talking, even if he was just reading the news. But at that new at that point, they didn't know what the hell they were doing yet, so the news wasn't sensationalized. There was very little advertisements; they just talked. But then for advertisement hours. came into yeah, it. Yeah, they had a dude feeding him fucking information, and he's like, I'm just going to read this little piece of paper, and I'm going to elaborate on it a little bit, you know? Well... It was a little bit different back then. Now it's fucking awesome. Now it's just a big shopping mall. I think like the there's internet. so much content now that it's almost overwhelming. Do you mm-hmm. get overwhelmed by the amount of content I'm overwhelmed I do? by I'm overwhelmed. Ed. Oh, my God. I fucking can't keep up. I can't. Well, and that's my problem. I've always been able to keep up, but uh-huh. I think what it was is I wasn't actually it's keeping just not up. Time. That was just what we was available to us, and now everything's available to us, and I can't handle. My brain yeah. is short circuiting because then you have to take uh, care of life too. I thought about this on the way here. Okay. Because I was listening to a, a podcast that I like, and I was like, God, I don't have enough time to finish this episode, and how am I going to finish this episode? And when I do finish this episode, because it's three fucking hours long, Joe Rogan. I'm not. Gonna, I'm already going to be behind on everything else I consume, and then I also have like real things to deal with in life outside of the fucking Black Mirror. Well, that's what so about. Yeah. it's like there's <laughs> not me- enough time. Uh, what I'm thinking is, here's what I thought about on the way here. Okay, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, I'm, I am going, and I'm not. I'm kind of interrupting, but no, you're not. You're fine. Do it. Uh, do it. If we can, in, if we do end up inventing a simulation within the, within the simulation we're in now, mm-hmm. because it seems that's the way we're going, you know. We're People gonna, living in a fantasy we're world. Gonna, we're going to invent the Matrix. We're going to jack in and live in there. I wish it was like you could have a lifetime worth of experience in just a matter of seconds jacked into that thing. Well, could our brains handle it? It doesn't matter. How do you know that? Our brains could handle it. Time is relative. Everything's about I, I, patterns Here's what brain, Here's so. what brought this up, though. Okay. I took When I was taking a shower yesterday, um, my wife was streaming. She's a Twitch streamer. It's a K-R-Y-S-C-A-T gamer on twitch and on youtube chris cat gamer and she's awesome um we love her she does some video game streaming you know just like i do the podcast so we support each other doing our little creative things but i i, I because of, she was streaming and i had and the baby was asleep and the other kids are at their other parents house so i was like i got a little t- i'm gonna take an extra long shower because the, the hot water will feel really nice i can relax i don't typically take extra long showers because i got a lot going on so i was just sitting in there and it realistically when i got out it had only been a half an hour Okay, look, I'm blessed to have that much hot water for such a small hot water tank. Very blessed. I could say that I'm privileged compared to some of the world who doesn't even have clean water at all. But uh, I got out, it felt like I was in there forever. Showers are a weird time vortex, I've noticed. That's where my best thoughts I've always felt it, and I never thought about it until today. Because you're in there for only a short amount of time, but sometimes it feels like for fucking ever that you're in there. Unless you're in a hurry. But that's what I'm talking about when time is relative like that. So I guarantee if we made a simulation that you could experience hours and hours of life or even days or years of life within just a few seconds. I'm sure it's possible to do that. And I'm sure that we could, I think we could handle it. It would be trippy, but we would adapt. You think? It would be trippy. Yeah. Um, There was a Rick and Morty episode that was very similar to that. That freaked Mm -hmm. me out where he had the remote control to like... What the hell would he do? Like be able to pause time or something? It oh, I think weird. I watched that. Yeah, <clears throat> but he like lived out his whole life. Bef- like he lived out like this whole lifetime before he accidentally hit rewind back to like it was. A, oh, it was like a save game. That's what it was. He had this remote that could save a snapshot of his life, and he could go that back he could travel it. back to at any time if he fucks up. I don't know. If so I it was one of those cool little time loop episodes, but it was trippy because <clears throat> he like met this girl, and instead of he still had the remote, 
to to reset but he just like lived this whole lifetime with this girl and it was real crazy and then he accidentally hits reset on a whole lifetime of experience and then he's back to square one did back, he remember his that experience? his he hadn't aged he went right back to a safe spot Tripped me the fuck out. <laughs> did he remember his safe experience? His experience? Or oh yeah, he still had the memories of it, but maybe that's all he. he now he couldn't, but then he couldn't like recreate that. So he tried to recreate it and you live can't. it again, and he couldn't. No. And he kept fucking it up even worse. It was a very interesting episode of Rick and Morty. But it was a very, it was a very thought provoking. Like Dan Harmon, you're a fucking genius. I do like. I Dan swear Harmon. to God. Community is community my is one great. of my favorite shows of all time. It's about how it's a. It's I love I love the concept of community because it's a uh, it's a it's a sitcom based on you know tropes of All sitcoms. Tropes. Yep. But it's about how we live our lives due to media tropes. It's a very meta experience. Ooh, meta. It, it, but it, it's it, the message of the whole show is that we're smarter than we think we are. Well, even though we're even though we're programmed by media tropes, we're pretty smart. And also, there's so we much can, we fantasy can, we can surpass them and in we that show. Them. Like, fun. Yeah. Fun is, like, this aspect of that show. Like, you know, life is serious, but there's... Sometimes you just need to have a paintball fight. Yes. That's the thing. You know? And sometimes you need to just have, you know, a pizza that, party that with your friends. That show is or, great for escapism because yeah. it's just, like, the, the the ridiculous situations they get put in. I feel like the media is constantly pro- promoting show. and projecting that everything is so bad that people forget to have fun. And then you get mm-hmm. in this, this loop of depression and doom scrolling. And I feel like that's a lot of what my country people are in right mm-hmm. now is this, everything is bad. And yeah. and it's just... Even all of the big name, all of the AAA video games coming out. And video games are supposed to be fun and supposed to be all, escapism. All of the AAA video games coming out recently are like these depressing stories like the one game of the year was like last the last of us 2 yeah and it's one of the most depressing stories ever written by mankind well, you were about the, the zombie apocalypse it's the last time we were in a recession music was happy have you oh, listened yeah, yeah, to yeah, music yeah. today it's all in the same minor key of mumble sadness. Yeah, I, I, I very briefly touched on this in our music, our two-part music, or three-part music three episode part, yeah. that we did very early when we started the podcast. Um, but I'll re-elaborate on this. Back in 2008, the world was in like a, a weird recession. Not even, maybe it wasn't even the world. Was it the world? But yeah, I know was, America was for sure was in, but we were America really in was in a horrible recession. A lot of people were going homeless. The banks were flopping and needed bailout money, and people were going broke, and pensions disappeared. No Four hundred one k's fucking yep. poofed out of existence. Poof. And a lot of people were in, in some dire straits, and the world was like kind of freaking out. It wasn't like a big panic, so it wasn't like nineteen twenty nine level fucking insanity. Well, we have safety nets, but a lot of people were panicking, and there, it was a little bit of stress. Okay. Mm-hmm. For some reason, in pop music, all the stuff on the radio, the Billboard Top one hundred, all these stuff, decided that. It, People need a little bit of happiness. I don't know if it was a decision necessarily to do this or if it just happened naturally. But all of a sudden, there was this wave of party music. Mm -hmm. Like, real upbeat, like, synthesizers going at these happy, upbeat, like, uh, melodies that get stuck in your head. the world's gonna burn, let's party. And and they were singing about parties and and a life of fun. And it really pulled us out of that. And we kind of got through in in kind of a happy atmosphere. Now, the world is, is just fucking insane. Like seemingly, most of it is. There's some. There's still some fun going on and stuff. But there's like a paradigm shift the, the world is very, the world is very nervous right now. Stressed. There's out. anxiety. There's yeah. a lot of angry people. There's a lot of sad people. There's a lot of people isolated are homeless people. now. There's a lot of. I'm sorry. According to California, it's there's a lot of people experiencing homelessness. Yeah, you have to say it right, yeah. or you're a bad person. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, but uh, 
but music, the popular music right now is it reflects that as well. It, instead of like trying to make us upbeat, it's more sad songs like Billie Eilish and like all the mumble rap monotone. There's not really any like upbeat things going on. There's not really any happy party music. Where's the happy party music? Can we put that back on or make more? Or what's going on here, guys? Like Lady Gaga, we need you. Well, and Come also, back to us. youth drives popular culture, right? Yes. And I know that there's the a huge... The youth is very depressed We are right a now. tiny community, and we've had five young people kill themselves in the last three years. And that's insane for a... For a, a like tiny a, community. We're talking about... We're tiny. We're tiny and tiny. conservative. And yeah. And that just typically doesn't happen here. Well, Let's and just a, put it that way. And the for, statistics for of it is insane. a 17-year-old girl to just walk on the train tracks into a oh, train... Oh, God, yeah. ...happened a couple weeks ago. And I've been thinking about this a lot. So, with youth driving the narrative... Our young people are isolated from each other. They are under the constant assault of social media. Because I asked mm-hmm. my kids about this, and they said, oh, kids are mean. And so, you know, my kids oh, have yeah. two parents to come home to and a stable, loving environment. And they can get to get outside. And they do things besides. But I think about, what about all these kids that don't have that? Yeah. And I think that there are that, a lot of kids like that. And so then they don't. I feel so bad for young people because they're told all these things they have to do and be. They have the weight of the world on their shoulders. And so maybe the music is reflective of that. I don't know. I think it is. Honestly, well, what a lot of if you that? look at the memes, memes are a very good reflection they are. too. They are so dank. All of the millennial memes, if you will, or the Generation Z, Z memes. Z's now are. It's all about things. suicide, and it it's a very joking kind of like uh, attitude towards it in a way because it's a meme. Well, like the quiet kid meme. But I think there's something to be said there because they're joking about like let's just end our. We don't want to be here right now. This is insane. And that's kind adult, of the attitude behind it. It's not really like. Just because someone's making a suicide meme doesn't mean they're going to go out and do it. But no, that's the, the general attitude of that generation right now is, ha ha, yeah. let's not exist. Or let's get on t- TikTok and make a quiet kid meme. Uh-huh. You know, like, and that's my thing as an adult, and I'm very thoroughly an adult now. I don't, I wish other adults realized, don't tell children what they're doing wrong. Don't try to preach to them or say, oh, we need to fix the suicide epidemic. We've done, it's like, how about just treat the kids like human beings? Yeah. I've always wondered that about adults. Like, they come up to them and they're all, oh, when I was your age. It's like, why do you do that? It's not the same world. They're no, under not. completely different pressures. I wish, there's still some things that will be universal about being a young person that we all will identify with. But the world is very different now. Very different. Even when I, from when I was a kid, which was not that And I, and I, and I really, ago. I feel it in my heart. That it's just a very big series of unfortunate events that have stricken the entire globe. But this is, for once, the, everything that's going on right now is, for the most part, global. It is. It's a very, and yeah. it's really opened our eyes to, like, the fact that we need to we need to make some changes. Societal changes, economic changes, everything. And I um, want to do that voluntarily. So I hope we, I really do. That's my hope. I'm really hope. I'm, I'm, I'm forcing myself to look at it optimistically. Like as, as sucked in as I get into the fear of everything and like trying to analyze everything with my tinfoil hat on, mm-hmm. I'm still really trying my best to go. I, we can, we can come out of this and learn from it. We can come out of this and, and be somewhere better and put ourselves somewhere better as a, as a, uh, as a globe, not just as America, no, as not a, just as, as a species, not just as North Idaho, but I'm talking about. Globally, the entire Earth can come out of this better. We all know that we're all a big family right now. Like we all know, borders don't really exist in 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 a, in a tangible way. They're just fucking lines on a piece of paper. And one king says I own this, and the other king says I own this, and it's a fucking illusion. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's an arbitrary. It's, line, it, yeah. it, it's 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 more made up than than the value we attribute to money. Like that's how bad borders are. 
Like, well, and I think borders. <laughs> someone the whole drew idea. a line on a map and says, "I fucking own this," and if you try to claim it, I got I my military stronger. Like, what the fuck? Come on, guys, this is twenty twenty. I've also thought Can about we get this rid of that shit. Too. We're a goddamn globe. Well, uh, I don't know though. I'm start, I think I start a lot of it think, is though is not everybody is alike. Okay, that's true. Like, yes, you you're choose right. to no, hang out with certain. Right. I feel like the idea of borders now should be more like, hey, we espouse these ideas, you espouse those. We should be able to visit and hang out with each other. Yeah. But I am not going to. So borders are essentially would be more ideological than. Then they should be yeah. our nationalists. But, but that doesn't perhaps. mean I don't know. That's a big, all I'm, that's a hard all thing. I'm saying is like sometimes the glo- the one world government, new world order doesn't seem like a bad idea, as as long as in that Context. we acknowledge that we're all we're all on this fucking rock spinning through space together, and that we can all benefit from helping each other out, and and recognizing that like there's just because we're different skin color doesn't fucking matter. We're all people. Okay. We're all just because related. just because you were born in this geographical location doesn't mean you're any different than me. We're just born in a different geographical location. We make different sounds with our mouths to communicate. Still, people. we have different like tastes in like culture, but that doesn't mean that we're not people. It doesn't mean that we're not on this together. I think we all just really need to unite. We're, we're a very powerful thing happened when America became the United States of America, and that actually. That cultural narrative spread like a fucking wildfire to the rest of the world for a while, and I think that we need to we need to not let it stop there. So like especially because America itself is now like in this weird spot where a lot of people are like, we gotta close the borders. There's too many people coming here. Fuck all that. What we need to do is eliminate borders altogether and decide that we're all in this together. I don't know. I, I guess I'm preaching for the fucking one world government. I, I shouldn't be, but I don't know. You know what my problem the, the is with the one world with, government, yeah, though, Brady, the, the, is that the, no matter what the totalitarianism. system you have, there is... Well, no, no, aside from that, think about human governance as a whole. Yeah. If anytime you have a person who is charismatic and we are not equal in our attributes, you are going to get a person or a group of persons that are going to subject other people for their exploitation. It will happen in every system that has a governing... It's unfortunate. Well, and then the problem with that is... That's why I'm truly, it's interesting, I'm more socially liberal, but I'm very much in the less government is more voluntarianism sort of planet of thinking. Because I've realized... Over history, it doesn't matter how good the idea is, humans wreck it. And they will wreck mm-hmm. global governance just as much as they'll wreck small governance. And the That's way that you get true. around that is you've got to have a system that limits the amount of authority other humans have over We government. tried that, and somehow it evolved into the exact thing that we escaped from to make America in the first place. And that's because we stepped away from the ideas. And yes, there was all sorts of bad things, but we talked about context earlier. Yeah. I wish people would put things in context. You can't look at George Washington from the eyeballs of a woke 21st century millennial. It well, doesn't, they do. I know, but it doesn't work <laughs> that way. Life was different they, they in the go, 1700s. They go, slavery existed in the 1700s, therefore America bad period forever. I know, but then on the flip side, people decided that was wrong and ended it. Thank God, We didn't invent slavery. It's no, still we, happening. Um, here's, that's why I was getting to the point where we, the whole fucking one world government thing is because it's like, it is so fucking weird that you can go... On Lake Coeur d'Alene on a fucking cruise and see Hagadon's gigantic mansion that takes a full crew, full time to clean every day. Absolutely. And then thousands of miles over there on the same fucking planet, Someone's living slave in kids are, are, are processing cocoa beans in dangerous conditions. So I can have Hershey's chocolate. And then 150 yeah. miles from there, slave kids are digging fucking stupid shiny metal out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck? But that's what... What can we do about that? And that's what advancement in globalism has brought us. It's mm-hmm. like we've exploited... Not necessarily. It was always like that. 
Well, but, but we, now it's we on can, a global scale. But now a country way over here can benefit from the slave labor over there. Well, as a first And then try world, not to think about our it. Our foreign policy is this way. We keep it away from us where we don't have to look at it. But we shouldn't. Well, we should not look at it. That's the point of the last episode. I think you should look at everything that we should, you do. We should. We all you should, should know not this. feel bad about it. And I'm not sense. trying to pre. Like I have a fucking cell phone. We talked about this last yeah, week. We I have a cell phone, and half the components in there were made by slave children. What am I supposed to do? I think awareness is the first step of maybe being able to do things yeah. about it. Like you said, you know what? Sprout your own sprouts. But it's you- like we send our. We have one of the most powerful militaries to ever exist in history, and we send them over to steal fucking resources from other countries. But we can't send them over to end slavery. What? We can easily do that. Because people are benefiting from slavery that uh-huh. are in charge. Like, okay, that's the problem. We stage you, coups for political reasons, but we don't stage coups in for for, for capitalist reasons to, to make, well, you know, well, I'm sorry, for ethical reasons. Yeah, ethical reasons. Yeah, we've done we don't, we don't do that. We, we, we stage coups for capitalism and for uh, for democracy, quote unquote, or well, don't get me wrong. Fuck, colonializing. I think that we should respect each other's cultures. I think America has a culture and it should quit being demonized, just like Mexico has a culture. I would yeah. love the globalist aspect of being able to. I would like to just wander over dream. into Mexico. It's a, it's a utopian dream. I love that country. But for whatever reason, utopia slowly burns itself into dystopia. I don't every know. fucking time. In the last century, <laughs> In there every was a model. time where you could wander anywhere. Yeah. And what happened and there? And then it's slow burned into dystopia where we are now in a mass surveillance state with a totalitarian regime that puts on a Republican face. Yeah. And when really sides, it's an oligarchy. It's always been an oligarchy. It's never going to stop being an of oligarchy. Our political spectrum are just using the angst between each other to yeah. keep in control. And they then, just take turns. And, then, and now you have the oligarchy at war with the technocracy. Uh, you can see that very clearly. And don't you resent being a pawn? I don't like being used as a pawn. I, I It annoys me because I don't want anything to do with it. I don't either. But I, and yet, I try not to be part of it. But, but unfortunately, we, we, we support it with our wallets, mm-hmm. unfortunately, whether we like it or not. Well, I can't even buy a fucking candy bar without supporting slave labor anymore. Do you know that that's Swear why I get irritated at moral superiority people? Because it doesn't matter how careful you are. You it doesn't are in matter. some yeah. way, shape, or form. Unless you're living off your own goddamn land, for period, which not a lot of people are. Uh, most people can't hack but it. But if you need to leave your land, most likely you have gasoline in your fucking car, and that's you know, God, we can talk about that all day, how we acquire gasoline. Well, and then just think about, I hate how they're creating elite zones. I spent a part of my childhood on this island where my dad was a logger. Uh-huh. And my parents came and told me yesterday that this island over the years, they shut down all of the natural resource usage. And so a whole bunch of retired forest service workers and teachers moved there. And they've isolated the island into a little utopia for retired government <laughs> you workers. you want to call it that, yeah. Guess how much a jar of mayonnaise costs on the island I grew up I now. don't want to know. $14. Damn. And now there's only one ferry a week instead of multiples a day. And so basically they've got their wish. It's this isolated mm-hmm. place. But it's like, is that really benefiting humanity or just a bunch of people that have government-funded 401ks? Yeah. That is an interesting thought, Mike, because my dad resents it. I grew up there, and I don't like the idea that it's shut off to people because of finances. Isn't that what elitism is? Basically, yeah. $14 for a jar of mayonnaise. Talk about cruise ships for a minute. Oh, I like that. I like how we diverted. Because it's one of the dirtiest industries in the universe and needs to be stopped. Yeah. I'm not saying government stop it, but we as a people need to stop going Supporting on these cruises. It. Because oh, one fucking, like a carnival cruise, let's say. You know how many fucking pollutants that one carnival cruise puts out? We're talking like the pollutants from like millions of cars in one trip. Okay? Mm-hmm. One trip across the ocean. And there, and everybody else sitting, blaming blaming Joe Schmo and his Chevy, when, when it's is- really not that big of a problem. When one fucking cruise, we're talking, they do thousands of these, at least before the Rona, a year, 
between all the companies and all the cruises going on at a time. Yeah. One fucking cruise puts out the fucking pollutants because they burn a special fuel for these cruise ships. Okay. These things don't run on wind power, for God's sakes. They're not solar power. They're massive. They're fucking diesel power. They're not even diesel. It's a special fuel that is, is the dirtiest fuel that exists. And they're burning it like it's fucking water. And it's sending more hydrocarbons in the air than millions of vehicles on the same amount of miles. It's fucking insane. And thousands of people just just get on these fucking ships. And then they use those dirty advertising techniques to show you like three people on the deck laying on a fucking lawn chair. When, when in reality, in the, it's yeah. a bunch of diseased people fucking cramming together on this on this cruise ship. And there's not a time alone even in your cabin. Well, you know what the ultimate fucking dirty, slam you in with a This fucking brings up something that makes me so crazy is the 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 Hollywoods, the elites, uh-huh. they love to preach that they care about the planet and you need to do this and you need to do yeah. that. Then stop the cruise ships. No, they're flying in their jets. jets. The jets pollute more than yeah. anything else. But then then these these elites and these celebrities want to preach to us about going to 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 electric vehicles when battery production pollutes just as much as a cruise ship. It's like, fucking Christ, you guys, what do we do here? (laughs) But we're supposed to have the burden of guilt by by just driving our car, even if you have a Toyota that gets uh, 29 miles an hour. You know the key is, though, is you just don't feel guilty at all. Yeah, but we should feel fucking guilty. Why? Greta Thornburg was right. (laughs) Why why is Greta right, though? Even though though she's flying on airplanes to to preach at us about global warming. Other than when she's on TV. How dare us? Why is she right? I don't think anyone should. But again, are we, are we, even with the cruise ships, are we really contributing that much to global warming? Are we creating an existential crisis or is it all just clickbait? I feel like global warming is manufactured to some extent for control. And at the same time, I believe ecology is super, super important. And and I, I can't say that we don't have definitely, it's definitely important to, to consider the planetary health of the planet itself, not the people on it or the animals, but the health of the planet. Well, it's your home. Because you take care of your we home. rely on this fucking rock to keep us alive. Everything we consume to stay alive comes from this earth. I don't One like people other. in a position of power projecting their moral superiority and guilt on yeah, me. Yeah, that's that, how it always is, though. No, but I resent it, and it I doesn't do, need I to do happen. Too, I, and it's like, I already care about the planet. That's why I grow a lot of my own food, because I feel like <laughs> I can be less impactful. Not everybody has that option. Yeah, not do not feel guilty for feeding option. yourself. I don't want people to do things out of a perceived guilt. I want them no, to do no, things no. as a, like, you know what? Well, There's we a should feel, there. we should, we should. You should if, if you do feel guilty about certain things, there's a reason for it, okay? Because then there's a problem. Let's address those problems. But other than that, you should, you know, it's really not... I don't know what I'm trying to say here. There's yeah. just a lot of fucking problems on this on this goddamn rock we live on, and it's what are we going to do about it? You know? But then, well, there are a lot. I it's think a slow change. There's going to be problems. I just... I hate the projection of it by people yeah. who are living a life of luxury. I wish like, they would stop. I wish they what would do. I wish entertainers would entertain. Why not go That'd and be, be nice? Let's just entertain. Yeah. And then let, you know, and then common people, if you see that you have homelessness as an issue in your city, like I was talking about when I went to San Diego earlier and there's people with press business suits in every alcove while rich people are in clubs partying. Mm-hmm. You are choosing not to see it while getting on TV or YouTube and telling me that I need to do something about it by giving up my yeah. livelihood. That is a problem. Yeah, and please don't get me wrong. I am not sitting here trying to like. I'm not trying to like militarize our listeners into like changing the world. That's not the point. We're just expensive. change your own life because it only takes a. If we all make a change for our own life, then it fucking reverberates to the rest of the world, just like America this. did. There was something that A bunch I... of people wanted to escape their tyrannical government, okay? And so we did. 
And then we fought against that same tyrannical government who kept trying to to fucking overpower us on our on the land that we stole. <laughs> Sorry, I have to say it. But uh But once we did that, that reverberated to the rest of the world and everybody was like, "Wow, look how look at their freedoms that they look at their liberty." And that fucking mindset was so powerful that it spread to everybody. Well, and and it only took a very small amount of people at and the time I also, to, to spread that. I mean, so if yeah. we all if we all make individual changes in our own life, I'm not talking about like throw away your cell phone and stop being a consumer and live off the land. I'm not Timothy McVeigh, okay? Is that the Unabomber? No, Timothy McVeigh was the, the oh, he Oklahoma was the fucking City guy. Oklahoma. He's yeah. the guy that he was. I, I'm not Ted Kaczynski. That's the there guy. There you name. go. Yeah, I'm not the fucking Unabomber. I'm not trying to say technology bad, consumption bad. Everybody live off the land, or I'm going to send fucking bombs. Living to off the mailbox. land is no consuming way. Fuck too. That shit. But it's kind of scary when he has some good points. <laughs> well, and there's something that I've been doing. Okay, every day this is something that's part of hypotheticism. Is I take some. Um, I've learned to take even just 20 minutes and work on this. Read something self helpy. Yeah. Not and you can that can be anything that fits with your philosophy. I'm not trying trying to tell people how to be, but there is something that we all do as humans that I think is very important, and that we have habits. Okay. And as to grow, you need to evolve habits that help you um, make boundaries. Yes. And do things. And so I'm reading this book right now by Jen Cicero, and it's called Badass Habits. But I thought it was interesting. She has this quote in there. There are three little words that all humans long to hear more than any others. You, Whoopsies. you are right. Humans like to be right more than any other thing on the ever in existence. You get a dopamine. You do. You get a massive amount of dopamine pumped into your fucking brain. And so a lot of if you're wrong, then that is a slight on you. And, you know, th there's so many things that revolve around this idea of being right. Hmm. And I sometimes think that people don't even care about the planet so much as they just want to be right in what they're doing. Yeah. It, and that could reflect a positive change eventually. Well, and it has in the past. Don't you feel good when but. you give some? Okay, just like right now, it's Christmas, so there's in America there's Salvation Army bell ringers at every door oh, everywhere. God, I know we could talk about that. How do you feel though when you put a quarter in there? <clears throat> that's dumb. I don't know how I fucking feel. You, you get a little bit of a hey, I did something. Well, that's what I'm talking a about. Very small thing, but you did something. You, you gave. And you know, you like, get, even if it's not a, a massive amount of wealth, you just gave away a fucking quarter. Let's just say, for example, yeah, you, but have, you just happen to have change in your pocket. Guess what? Somebody else didn't have that change, and now they're going to have that change. In a million quarters. And that person is the Salvation Army, not the people who they're giving well, it to. Well, I know. But we could talk about... I, I, I don't want to get into charities right now. Uh, that's a different episode. I have issues Exactly. That could, that could be a we whole will, We will talk about benevolence and charities Jesus, at some point. Regardless, in your brain, you just think, you know, I just gave a quarter away. Somebody's going to benefit from it. Well, that and you day. talked about your wife is doing the streaming for charity this week. Yes. And I was looking at... Well, I didn't talk about that, but I, she is... Well, she... At, the Red Nose thing, um, right? There's this uh, yeah, thing going on. Uh, Red Nose Day is today, as we're recording, Sunday, the fucking 13th of December. Okay. Um, every year, this organization basically buys Christmas presents for kids who don't have... I think that's what the charity is about. I'm sorry if I don't... I don't really pay attention that much. <laughs> no, but it's a good concept to talk about. I, I think that's a charity. Even if I'm wrong, let's just pretend that's what that is. And my wife's doing a stream on Twitch to raise money for that. Um, unfortunately, by the time you guys hear this episode, it's too late. Uh, <laughs> I thought she was streaming all week. It. Maybe it is. Well, it's called Thankmas. That's the whole thing. Oh, if you guys get on Twitter, hashtag Thankmas. Everybody's doing it. I don't know. Then they'll explain it's, it But to it's you. good. They're trying to raise money. They're trying to, you know, tap into everybody's generosity and 
and raise money. You know, there's a lot of fun. It's kind of funny because a lot of streamers give a lot of money away. They, they a lot of streamers do a lot of charity streams. I think most humans are inherently generous. PewDiePie, everybody, don't you? everybody wanted to like fucking hang PewDiePie from a tree because he made a, a very funny but very tasteless joke about Nazis or something back way back oh, in yeah, the day. Yeah. And goddamn, the cancel culture went for him hard. But he's still around. But guess what? Yeah, he made a distasteful joke and blah, 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 blah. But he's he's come back from that. Do you know how many fucking millions of dollars he could have put in his pocket, but he gave away to these charities Also, or whatever to other people? We're on film more now than ever because of digital media. Yeah. Is there any one of you out there that has never said anything off color or could be interpreted wrong? I feel like the more you're on stupid. film, the more people yeah. are going to see. And I shouldn't say film, but the more you're on a stream. Yeah. Because that's what it is now. You're you're gonna say stupid stuff. Yeah. I'm not excusing stupid stuff, and there's some. But honestly, if it's hurtful to someone, it shouldn't matter if you're talking <laughs> about Nazis or purple reindeer, yeah. stupid. It's hurtful, and that's that. Exactly. But canceling someone because they said something hurtful is the most horrible thing in the well, entire universe. Give them a universe. chance. Well, maybe they were just having a stupid. Everybody date. needs a chance of redemption. Americans, really that's do. our big thing. We love a redemption story. Yeah, have you guys seen movies? Yeah. Most of them are redemption stories or underdog stories. We love those things. Yeah. I don't know why, because it gives us this feeling it that we... It gives us hope that we're not losers ourselves, Yeah, exactly. Or the, uh, especially with the redemption stories, it gives us this feeling like we can always redeem ourselves. Because we've all messed up. Uh-huh. I've said some things like, that's what the game. I've... That's what the game Red Dead Redemption is about. <laughs> It's the got redemption and that's in one its of the, title. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the like the the very best stories Narratives. ever crafted by people. Brady might like that. It's game about an outlaw a fucking bit. cowboy, and he gets tuberculosis, and he starts to see the world how it really is because his his you know he's about to fucking die soon. Sounds like Doc Holliday the movie. It basically is. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm sure it took some, but like he gets tuberculosis, he starts to see the world how it is, and then he's he's like I I I need to like help these people that are innocent, you know. And it's this very beautiful story of redemption. So give people act- a chance. It's, Don't be so quick perfect, to vilify them because it gives you a dopamine drip. Yeah, I hate has, that so ev- much. Everybody has the potential to, you know, redeem themselves. Everybody has the, the potential to come back from their mistakes, like PewDiePie, and then give out millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, he could have pocketed all that fucking money. But why? Some people would have. Some people probably do get on these charity streams, and then they don't actually give the oh, money out to charity. that's a proven fact. It happens. Mega but, churches, I'm looking at but you. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to make an example because of how demonized he was. And he was on the fucking mainstream media news and people were trying to ha- literally kill him. Like, I mean, come on. And then he he goes, he comes back and like did a charity stream like once every couple months and, and raised over a million dollars each time and gave it all away. Every dime of it. Do you think not, not to his pocket? He didn't put any ads during the fucking stream. Maybe YouTube did, but he didn't personally have any ads. He didn't like plug fucking G Fuel. The whole time he just oh, talked and played some video games on the stream, and people gave money out because they wanted to, you know, be charitable. Do you think that's why everybody might be so negative right now? Is we have perpetual outrage fatigue? Yes, I that's like part of it. I and mean, we're not all outraged at like streamers. You or can't be in a state of anger. We're all outraged at the world, most likely. Well, too. cortisol is the stress hormone, and when you're in a state of cortisol. If I believe I'll have to double check this, so don't take me seriously. I'm not a healthcare professional, but I do believe that your frontal lobe is where most of your decision, your logical, mm-hmm. and, and if you're in a state of constant it's cortisol production, system. yeah, you can't make, you're going to always make feeling-based decisions. I'm very much roughly paraphrasing this, but I do worry about people living in a perpetual state of stress yeah. like they are right now. It's a mental stress. I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. If you're stressed out, you're not going to think clearly. Well, yeah, because and you're, you're going to see the world negatively. It's and, just how it is. And I feel like every aspect of our lives right now is that negative aspect. And I'm like, where's yeah. the optimism? I know we talked about this in our negativity episode. I'm 
I'm tired of everybody thinking everything is so bad all the time. It's yeah. not. And and that's reflected in our attitude today. Like, I, you know, sometimes we have a fun attitude in the podcast today. It's kind of like we're kind of <sighs> bitching a bit, I guess. And we're sorry, but. Well, it's almost Christmas. I feel like the it's way I feel, it's been real stressful for everybody, guys. I, and I, it's it, we all have the weight of the world on our shoulders now. It's not just a few of us. It's fucking everybody. Even Jeff Bezos, even on even when he's sitting on his fucking yacht in the Caribbean, he's feeling the weight of the world too. I mean, come on, it's all of us. We're in this together. Well, and we are. And I think that maybe that's. I'd love to hear because I do as a public librarian. I hear a lot of bitching. Let's just put it that way. But then I also hear good things. You know, people are like, oh, we miss you and we'd like to see you again because we're having to do everything different because of the Rona now. Yeah. And, but I was out in the community yesterday and everybody is, they're wanting it to be a state of contentment and going about business again. But then there's this underlying fear and anxiety. Yeah. And I think everybody's getting well, a little we don't, fatigued We don't want to kill each other with the Rona either. No. I mean, I care about it's people. scary. Like we want everything to go back to normal and we want to refuse to wear the masks and we want to just get, you know, back to not social distancing and just the way the world was a year or two years ago, let's say. But at the same time, we're all afraid, like, what if we do give somebody the Rona and they die from it? Like You would feel bad. Yeah, exactly. Because so I don't think there's most, this dissonance going on. I like, don't think most people are monsters. I think we're most not, people, no. yeah. I even, think, even the assholes on Twitter necessarily aren't monsters. I think they're just they're enjoying just fucking themselves. Assholes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're just on there getting their dopamine drip. <laughs> I got, got a good quip. I've been doing it to people sometimes on, on Twitter. If you guys follow us on Twitter, I, I throw some quips out there at people, like the guy who tried to call me a Nazi, and I fucking quipped him. Quiplash. Quiplash. It's a fun game. <laughs> it's, it is fun. You get, there's a satisfaction to it, and that's kind of why. <laughs> <laughs> most interactions on social media evolve into that. And you know what? I'd rather have people beat gotcha. each other. I'd rather have people beat <laughs> gotcha. each other up on social media yeah. than in real life. I that's, guess that's a nice aspect in of social media. In a way, that's how memes started. You know, I think they became really popular on on image boards like 4chan. Yeah, there's just a bunch of people, and it was just a big cesspool of "ha gotcha" or "my memes better than yours." But the memes were little quips at each other. Well, and you know what's funny is memes haven't been around. They've always been around, but in our internet form, they've only been around. Like Reddit yeah, started uh, in 08. A, it's really... a meme is just like a – if you look up the definition of meme real quick on your tablet. Mm -hmm. you have your tablet? I do have my tablet. But uh, I'm going to say it first and we'll read the definition. But what I, what, I, what I remember a meme being is like a social idea that's viral basically. Okay, let's see. It doesn't have to be a picture. Let's see what the tablets It doesn't have to be a picture that we all recognize from a movie with some clever fucking text over it. That's just how memes evolved on the internet. But a meme itself is like, um, whoa! How many times uh, when? Uh, what was it like? How many times have you guys heard like when you have the dome light in the car on that you're gonna get pulled over because it's illegal? Yeah, well, that's not. Nobody said that. I've never seen a law that. But says it's that. an element. But you've all been told that by your parents because that's a meme. They just wanted the it's damn just, light it's a, off. It's an idea that's that what it they, just because they couldn't see. They got yeah. night blood. Well, yeah, exactly. But they, but <laughs> the they tell you you're gonna get pulled. Yeah. I, I did. I'm guilty too because I, my daughter wanted to put her juice straw in one time. It was dark and. She was like, uh, "Can I? Can you turn the light on, Daddy?" And I was like, "I don't think I can because I think we're gonna get pulled over or something." It was mainly because you worked. wanted to see. Because of the meme. Yeah. The well, okay. Here's a meme <laughs> noun: an element of a culture or system of behavior that may be considered to be passed from one individual to another by non-genetic means, especially imitation or a humorous image, video, piece of text, etc., that is copied often, often with slight variations and spread rapidly by internet users. Yeah. And then it says origin. From Greek to that which is imitated on the pattern of gene. Interesting. Yeah, there's so a lot to unpack it, it, there. There's, but memes are just like these ideas that we just all share. It's a share. culture virus. It's almost like a, it's almost like a pan psychology 
type of thing. It's a, a culture virus. Like it the just hive spreads. Yeah. It's a culture virus. Yeah, exactly. It's a culture virus. I'm trying to think of other examples that are that are really clever that I used to think about for examples of oh, memes, memes before the internet. I know somebody who calls There's them memes, them. Yeah. and I think it's hilarious. Uh, well, there was other memes. ones. Oh man, some good like a good example is like a lot of these things come in like in school. When you're back in back, think back in the day in school when all these just weird random ideas we shared, we just all just happen to know, and every school it just gets passed on from year to year. I'm trying to think of a good example. Damn it! It's okay. You don't have to uh, think. Of but it. That, I guess a good one was the was the dome light one. Well, I don't know those, if that's how so memes one, were passed vocally, like almost like oral tradition before the internet, and so then it became digital tradition. Uh-huh. We just it just sort of evolved, which is kind of yeah. awesome. Exactly, I like the idea it's, of it. But memes are fun. I love um, memes. Oh, so much. Well, I go down that rabbit hole. In between our day. turns in D anD D, we pass a lot of memes back yeah. and forth. Oh, guys, all week. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every day, me and Katie send each other some funny memes. We do. It's how we get. Uh, lately, I've been a little distracted by other things and not quite doing the meme thing. But most of the time, me, me and tell. her are just sharing memes back and forth and laughing at them. It's great. Memes on YouTube. Oh, oh I love eggnog. the internet. This is pr- practically the only reason I use Facebook at all is to scroll down through the memes. Yeah, the only reason I get on Reddit memes <sighs> is to get some for you because that you know what they do though—they <laughs> help you get through the day. Memes yeah, you do laugh about because stuff. they change. You know, laughter changes how you're feeling. Yeah. Just like singing does, if I'm feeling a little bit like, okay, the tone of this podcast is a little bit wah, wah, because let's be honest, this week was sort of a butt kicker for well, both of us. Just like everybody else, we're yeah. humans and we're tapped into the attitude of the world, so. So yesterday, I like dressed up as an elf and sang to little children. That Hell made yeah. me feel, I had felt pretty good last night. Yeah. I feel pretty good today, actually, too. But then because I know you are messed up from sleeping bad. I just was a little sore. Oh, my ibuprofen's. Really, it's kicking it. I feel and great then now. also I this whole week now. you were in an existential crisis over ah, over yes. everything from marketing algorithms. I to, have to talk you know, about this because okay. lately okay. I, I've been watching this YouTube channel called Ordinary Things. Love that channel. Amazing. Love it. YouTube channel. Recommend okay. to everybody. It's extremely informative, short form essays. But with a with like laced with this genius sarcasm and, and witticisms and, and witticisms, I love witticisms. It's fucking, in, but it's very informative too because he goes into like the history of the things he's talking about briefly. And we love that man. But then jokes about it. it's fucking awesome. I don't know the guy's name. I forgot it. I knew. I don't even care. He's ago, just curly hair British dude. I I swear to God, I'm gonna get him on the on our podcast someday. I swear to God, we're going to do an interview format eventually. Just we don't have the equipment. We don't have the time. But eventually, I swear to God, we're going to do this. And we're going to have that guy on the show. Yes. But I recommend, go check out Ordinary Things YouTube channel. That's what it's called. It's glorious. It's fucking glorious. You will learn things and laugh. My favorite but learning. learning the history of certain things, I've realized that there's a lot of very nefarious marketing. And it scares me. <laughs> like, um, trying to think of some examples here. Well, cigarettes. N- is the, yeah. Cigarette Nestle was yeah. a really bad one. Were they, they, the, uh, well, that. Nestle started out making uh formula. Did you know that? Yeah. Baby formula. Baby formula. Yep. Well, they put up, they put out an ad campaign. They tried it in America. We shot them down, but then they went to the rest of the world and tried to make everybody re- think that breast milk bad by Nestle formula. Good. Contradictory to all of what the doctors were saying, but they would hire these fucking nurses to go around and peddle their product and tell them that breast milk's bad. And lie. Blatant lie. They're still doing it and still getting in trouble right now in countries. I love breast milk, yeah. bad. It's like, yeah, that, like, that to makes To the point where you, the UN got on board. And then they also tried to go down this, like, uh, um, anti, anti-slavery deal. And then when that wasn't popular anymore, they went down the whole green, like, we were made green energy, blah, 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 blah. Basically, they're just full of shit. They're a very 
nefarious they organization. They just want you to buy their the dude, stuff. The dude tried to fucking say that people don't have the right to clean water. We don't have rights to water as humans when we need it to survive. Like, Yikes. If anything, there's very few things we absolutely have the right to without any entitlement whatsoever. Just straight up, we have the right to fucking water supplies that are clean. Meanwhile, he's over here literally in these third world countries that have trouble like feeding their people with clean water supply to drink. Mm-hmm. He's over there just sucking it dry. Just decimated the water supply of these of these cities. Just gone. And profiting from it by selling fucking plastic water bottles to America and, and the rest of the world. Oh, Come on, water guys. Bottles. And that's just one fucking example of one company. Okay, and I started looking at all these other examples, like with the cruise lines. And like with uh um <clears throat> another one I noticed another Another, I guess that's the hive mind thing because then, um, Matt Pat, another really good channel is uh, food theory. He does game theory and movie theory too, where he just breaks down these random ideas. But in food theory, he was talking about, uh, uh, cocoa, the cocoa industry a little bit. Oh, it's full of He's talking about how the chocolate we eat isn't actually chocolate by the definition of the FDA. You, the, um, a lot of these candy bars out there right now can't legally call themselves a chocolate bar. Because they don't contain the necessary ingredients to have the label of chocolate, according to the FDA in America, and they're very lenient too about this. It's a chocolate. It has to have a certain product. amount of has to have a certain amount of um, <clears throat> cocoa butter and a certain amount of actual cocoa solids and uh, a certain amount of milk fats and stuff to, to be considered actual chocolate. So if they don't meet that qualification, they use these clever words: chocolatey or chocolate product, product, chocolatey yeah. candy, or uh, coated in a chocolatey. Uh, something or another. They just have they have these little techniques to, well, get, they're feeding to you get in your brain. That's they're feeding you what's left in the vats because exactly. And what kills me now is if you go look at the price of candy bars, you can go over in our grocery store. We have the common section, and then what I like to call the moon bat section, which I shop there a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you can go look. You have your regular candy, Hershey's, Nestle's, Mars. Yes. But if you walk a hundred feet over, mm-hmm. there's candy bars that are like sourced from actual reputable places. They're maybe fifty yep. cents to a dollar more. Why aren't more people buying those? Yeah. And they taste infinitely better. Oh, absolutely! Because like, they're actually a actually cocoa product. Chocolate. But these other ones, like uh, like uh, Whatchamacallit bars and Mr. Good bars, and well, Snickers is still t- they meet the qualifications by the FDA. The- Snickers, Kit Kat, Hershey's. There's a few others that are yeah, the mainstream. Hershey bars candies. taste nothing like them when I was a kid. <clears> well, they they, a lot. they have to call it milk chocolate. So it's basically milk solids yeah, with a little cocoa anything flavoring. That's, anything that's dark chocolate is way more cocoa based than milk and sugar based. But if it's milk chocolate, it's barely cocoa product. Do you know they it's do this in ice cream too? If you look at a lot of the cheaper yeah, ice, ice creams, cream. it's a milk flavored product. It's not even ice cream. Yeah, ice cream. Chocolate flavored ice cream. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's no. There's no cocoa. Barely so any cocoa product. You're basically hitting on that in America. Most of our mass produced food is not even really food. No, there's a. But they do a lot of very deceptive marketing techniques to just make you not think about it. Well, and also if you ate cheesy These foods labels. when you were a kid, oh, it yeah, probably had poops. it probably had real cheese in it then. <laughs> But yeah. or they'll say it's made with real cheese product. Yeah. And you're like, what's a cheese product? Is that like something that the cow farted out? Like exactly. what is a cheese product? Um, Would I be scared to know? Another example of the marketing Yes, yeah, so go back to marketing, sorry. Uh, back in the early two thousands, late nineties when McDonald's did their salad shakers, they literally had no intention of selling salads, but they wanted to have 
the image of Health? healthier products. <laughs> they didn't fucking want you to buy the salad. They wanted to buy the Big Mac. Also, who goes but to McDonald's for they healthy were, food? They were all of a sudden linked with ob- causing obesity, so they wanted to put on this face like, oh, we got salads too. People make the choice to eat the Big Mac. Their salads fucking so were garbage. Thing. But there was a marketing thing. McDonald's Did you remember in the late 90s, because we were all pretty little then, mm-hmm. the, the supersized stuff? Oh, yeah. Like you could get a metric oh, ton yeah. of French fries, you it know. But bad. but honestly, who goes to McDonald's? Mm. Like if I want to have junk food, I'm not gonna go like to get what is it, a salad somewhere. You yeah, know? what the fuck are you going to McDonald's for a Why salad? You go make a salad. Yeah, or you know what? There's plenty of them at the store. But they like, just wanted to. They just wanted to seem the like they had a healthier healthy option. Choice. Yeah. Well, and there's and cereal does this too. Oh, I hate cereal it. industry does this too. Part of a balanced breakfast was a very geniusly crafted phrase. When, honestly, first of all, what the fuck's a balanced breakfast? Second of all, how does sugar-coated sugar grains fall into a healthy part of a balanced breakfast? And how the fuck is the FDA letting them get away with this? Well, you know another industry. Oh, I know, because they pay them off. I know. General General Mills has has lobbyist money. The dairy industry is another one. The dairy industry and the the poultry industry. Uh, Yeah. All these weird fucking marketing to eat eggs. Yeah, got milk. Do you remember got milk was a big one of those? Or beef. It's what's for dinner. God forbid any of these fucking industries fall into like the natural flow of the free market. And if they go under, they go under. No, they fucking fight tooth and nail with all these nefarious little fucking plans to stay alive. Even if they have a shitty product. The soda industry is the greatest example of this. Yeah. Uh, especially in recent times when we have had this wave of like soda bad, make you fat and die. Yeah. Everybody knows it now. We all fucking know soda's bad. I mean, come on. We, whether you drink it by the gallon still or not, we we. You should have known it know. since you were a little kid. It's yeah. sugar water with bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking sh- literally just or liquid candy. Yeah. I call it liquid candy when with I give it. With bubbles. When I drink it's it. It's effervescent. Yeah. And it's yeah. pleasurable. It is a very pleasurable thing to Ugh, enjoy. And, and in moderation, like I'm not I'm not saying don't drink soda. Brady what I'm saying is if you have soda, drink it in moderation. But to survive, they've had to do some very, very clever marketing things. Well, they're transitioning to different uh, types of drinks Diet now. soda. Flavored waters. You, like, just, diet soda's worse for you than soda soda. <clears throat> it was fucking genius to just put the word diet on sugar water and call it fucking healthier alternative. It's mm-hmm. no healthier for you than regular soda. It's, I'll tell you that right now. Let's use synthetic it literally is not. that will give you Alzheimer's. And then yeah. we can, you know, that And we're talking about, like, you got to realize they're also trying to shave off as much of the cost of producing these things as possible. There is no way any of this is healthy. Also, when you when you cut corners, you sacrifice a lot. Let's just put it that way in and, these in these industries. And so, what's depressing about it is there's an illusion that we have a free market in America. It's not been free for a long time. It's free to whoever pays more. Well, and the, the, basically, <laughs> um, it's the problem I have with a lot of the giant corporate food markets is if it was truly free, the consumers all want different things now. Mm-hmm. And they have had, like, we millennials killed tuna, they said. That's why tuna comes in little pouches now. Oh, yeah. There's a whole bunch. We do have a lot of power as consumers. It's just we don't think about it because we're too busy going about business of living life. And they're taking the money that we give them and buying off certain aspects of our government to stay in control. Yeah. And, that and whole, if they're not buying the government, they're also, they're just buying TV time to, to run this ad campaign. Oh, it's a multiple layer campaign. Mm-hmm. Like the ASPCA and their little sad fucking dog commercial. But granted, I'm not saying the ASPCA is bad or anything like that, but they really do get you with these fucking things. Like, a lot of thought and planning goes into advertising, you guys. It's an insane industry with very smart people who 
know a lot about your psychology and they play to it. It's very fucking And they're tricky. trying to cutthroat each other it's for that market bullshitty. share all the time. Like, Oh, that market share is very valuable. Yes, oh it is. I feel like a lot of times that's all we're perceived as. That's why I believe oh, in the power of the numbers. individual because we're just this little slice of market share. They don't give a shit. They and just it, want you to buy that fucking Coke every once in a while. Well, and they want your blood. Well, and they want this here, and they want that. Here's an example of another thing the soda industry did that was fucking weird, but there's genius, okay? Okay. Why do you think at every sporting event there's pepsi and coke logos fucking everywhere because they wanted to be associated with physical sports physical and, things instead and of just sitting around drinking a coke being fat they wanted to trick your brain into associating with the olympic sports with coca-cola think let's, about that just for a minute think about that let's think of it's something a very very clever psychological trick that is there. well and that's what marketing and is they knew so what they were doing it's trying to trick they someone into getting this wasn't like stuff. they accidentally were geniuses no this was, they very carefully planned their strategy out. Well, and think of social media. That's the whole thing. If enough people like you, then it's perceived mm-hmm. that you're awesome, even though you could be a walking bag of yeah. wieners. And, and <laughs> really, and, and people will pay for your product. And I yeah. learned, like, I learned about this with the newsletter is for every, there's this retention rate. And then there's also for like every thousand subscribers, they say four to 10% of people will pay for your product. That's a huge marketing thing uh-huh. now. And then the marketers know this. These statistics too. And so it's a lot different why, depending on in each industry, but like they know that they're if they get their uh, enough eyeballs on it, a certain percentage of those eyeballs, no matter what, will pay for it. They and have so the they data. don't care about you. Like I, I really, it's hard to find ethical products out there that I want to know. That's the part that really frustrates me. It's like they don't care about getting your email. They just want the massive mm-hmm. numbers because then they know that they, they have that percentage that will yeah, pay for exactly. it. Exactly, and they exploit ethics. As well, just as much as like like I was saying with yeah. Nestle, yeah. they exploit these ethical movements in order to to create more market share for themselves. Well, cause when you, they don't actually give a fuck about the planet or the slavery or whatever the hell they're doing, they're just they want that little like label. On, they want their label on the packaging that says they tried to do something good when really they didn't. Well, and that's just weird. Especially like Nestle chocolate milk. Like, come on. If something is good, I will buy it if I need it. Mm-hmm. But people buy all, as is proved, we, just in my life, in my sphere of people I know, I know, I just moved someone that had so many things, more <laughs> things than you could ever possibly use. Uh, a word of advice to our listeners is don't ever own a truck, because then you will be that guy that everybody wants you to move things for. And if you own a truck, a horse trailer, and a flatbed trailer, oh, you're you, are, you are you're the, the goddamn local unicorn. You're the goddamn local mover there, for sure. Well, and, and, and then you, get, you might get some pizza out of it, though. I mean, come on. Every time I've ever helped someone move, there's pizza. You do involved. get pizza. That's another meme. By the way, truck and pizza. That's movie. another meme that isn't on the internet. Is uh, is uh, you help someone move, you get pizza. I don't know where that came from, but you, I've seen it. it is I've seen it in sitcoms. I've it seen is accurate. I've experienced it. It's funny how that little thing works like that. I don't know. Well, and like, that goes back spread. to that marketing <laughs> thing. Why will have? I I know people that are miserable because they have too many things, and like they'll have multiples of things, and they don't even know where it is because there's just stuff everywhere. And marketing yep. is telling you if you have enough stuff, you're gonna look you like stuff. That. Stuff equals happy. All that stuff is happy, stuff and you're safe. Life. You're mm-hmm. safe if you buy. And these the commercials reflect that. Have you ever seen commercials before? Everybody's seen. Commercials I'm so before. happy. They I don't reflect have that TV directly. Anymore. They show this. Gl- the, they always show happy people with a great life because they have this product. And it's all trickery. And they're all doing the same thing. All these companies in, in advertising. Well, they all have the like, same message to promote is uh, stuff equals happy. Stuff equals good life. Stuff equals you get laid. Well, I think that even you and I are trying to sell something in a way that we're trying to sell freedom through inquiry. It's, yeah. it's But we're not like asking anybody. I'm not to even charging it. you for it. We're yeah. just like, listen to our product. Here's well, our product for free. I want people to break free from the marketing chains. Like, 
I do. And it's really hard when you, uh, I think about all the thought patterns and behaviors I have because of subtle marketing. Mm-hmm. And then I start thinking about it and it gets, makes me upset. I'm like, what am I, what thoughts and what perceptions do I have? Because Hershey's or Nestle or Pepsi has put it in my brain patterns. Uh-huh. That drives me nuts. Pop tarts is another good example. Damn pop tarts. Um, as I, I honestly think it should, it is, it is, it is absurd that children are, able to be exposed to any advertising whatsoever on their fucking little kids channel He's trying to watch spongebob and here comes mr fucking psychological brain worm pop tart commercial comes on and it's like uh fucking all these crazy colorful characters like surfing on a pop tart down a fucking chocolate milk river Ugh, and it's gross. like they, they, they know these little tricks especially with kids are very very well they're uh, susceptible exactly they're very susceptible very influenced by these things so then they, they create they create a little Pop-Tart salesman. So when mommy takes the kid to the supermarket, they go, oh, Pop-Tarts. And they got the little character on the box. It's very fucking crafty that these people, what they do. And it's done not only in the sugar food stuff, but also in the crunchy uh-huh. stuff. Like I've seen it, you know, you're morally yeah. superior if you feed your kid organic free range kale or something. Yeah. They do the same thing. And marketers do the same thing. Like you should already have a morally high ground platform for healthy things that are good for the humans and planet. But no, they do the same thing in marketing. Yeah. I've seen it. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not preaching trying to say eat healthy. What I'm preaching is like, Pay attention. don't fall for these fucking little advertising tricks. Think about them for a minute. Every, <laughs> every from now on watch commercials and think about them, how they're, what, what are the little tricks they're using in this commercial? Because commercials aren't there to just display the product. That's not how it works. It's also done with your peers. Like right uh-huh. now, all homesteading people yeah. think they need these kune kune pigs. Oh God, yes. Yeah. What's with the Because pigs? advertising creates little salesmen. And they just, that's what, it, that's what it does. Instead of just displaying the product on TV in front of millions of people, what advertisers do is create salesmen instead. And then they, they don't, they don't want to sell the product. They want to sell the fucking idea of the well there product. was a meme the other day if you have something you want to sell just get a, the suburban christian women on it and, <laughs> and i died yeah, laughing because kids. it's so accurate because if you think about most of the middle class suburban christian ladies and i love you guys but come on you guys all dive on that young living oils lularo leggings now you're on the ethereum pyramid scheme for selling crypto which you don't need to be part <laughs> of a scheme to sell crypto you can go buy it yourself yeah I, it makes me, but, but they all fall into that. And then they use peer pressure, social pressure mm-hmm. to market without even getting paid for it. Well, yeah. they do get paid for it in their little schemes. But <laughs> but do you see what I mean? It's like, it's everywhere. And I think Can't that's why it's anymore. important. And that's what I was saying about being a dystopia. Maybe we are we already are in, a, in we're it. In a, we're in a, I don't know what kind of dystopia. Somebody told me we're already in a cold civil war, which is well, accurate. Yeah, we could talk about that later. Yeah. Because it's, that's a whole it's very episode. obvious that either the cold war never ended or we fucking started another one. I think, I think we're in World War Three, but it's just not boots on the ground. I really the, do. I think it's more of an ideological sector right yeah, now. We're like we're, in that pre-war Because all of a sudden, again, we got espionage going on. We got governments spying on other governments. And we got China trying to slip us these Huawei phones so they could steal our data. And, and, and fucking spy on us through the webcam. And, and then the government's like, nope, around. we're going to ban Huawei phones from being sold in America, at least through, you know, the mainstream channels. And because the government, you- when the government gets scared of a cell phone... There's something wrong there. But China's <laughs> that means been, China's doing something weird, but nobody wants to talk about it. But China has been taking our data for years. Why now? See, that's something. Well, that's the funny thing is Bill Gates is selling your data to China. Uh, Jeff Bezos is selling your data to China. Uh, Mark Z- Mark Zuckerberg. I almost called him Zuckerman. Mark Zuckerberg. G- the fucking Facebook alien is trying to sell your data to China. Um, when you buy a uh, Twitter, Jack Dorsey, you're selling your own data to yeah, China. Exactly. So, um, 
it doesn't matter. Like they're still getting the data, but they wanted. So here's how it works. So Huawei is a cell phone company made in China. It's exclusive to China. They were, they're very good phones. They're better than anything we have that we can get here. Like Samsung or Apple, very good phones, technologically advanced in every way. And, uh, but it's, they have their own, their own little app ecosystem and all this stuff. They wanted to stray away from Google and get our, their phones over here because guess what? Every company in China directly works for the government in China. So if the government at will wanted to go, we want all of the data you guys are collecting from your Huawei app or your Huawei apps, they they have to give it over no matter they what. They can also shut your phone They can off take all time. of your profits. They can take yeah. all of your employees and shift them. The government controls every aspect of business in China. It's kind of scary. It's terrifying. Because they're trying to spread that idea over here. Mm. But anyway, we won't get into that right now. But my point was, is like, um, the government doesn't did not see that as a good idea because they know what's up. Like, so the, uh, what was it? That, I don't remember what branch of the government this was, but they got on a bunch of press conferences and were like, Nobody buy Huawei phones, especially if you work for the government, because then they'll just fucking you. They basically have a spy device in the pocket of every goddamn politician who has a Huawei phone. But the tablets just said this is U.S. What's Treasury laughable. is breached by hackers backed by foreign government who monitored staff emails for months. Hey, look at that! This, that was uh, what was that? U.S. That's from the Daily news. Mail. But see, it's just my new my the just tablets fucking, is just constantly. It's like you were just literally talking mm-hmm. about the Huawei thing. It didn't matter. Yeah, it's because they fucking listen and they go, hey, they're talking about this. We've got some news articles. Boom, push notification. I love those algorithms. They're I do hand, too. Very handy. They're listening to us. It, I just, I was In like, the hands of good people, these technologies we've created could do amazing things. But unfortunately, that is not the world we live in. So. Also, that goes back to marketing. Again, I wish, I, I, back to the Hitler thing before you say that. Okay. Um, back to the Hitler thing I was talking about when I made that Twitter post. Um, I finished off the very last point I was making was like, it's a shame he didn't use his, his great leadership skills for good, because imagine the world we would live in if he did. Look at the technological leaps the Nazis made. But Brady, look, look he at the thought go- he was Look at the potential good. for good that he could have used his fucking I leadership know. skills for. But instead, it was used for evil. But he, because of the fear-mongering in his culture, he thought he was doing good. That's the scary part about yes. all of this. and convinced people, everybody else he was doing people good. People are blind. Like, we've got a yeah. lot of people in civil unrest right now in our own storm. country. Each side thinks that they're all doing good. Yeah. And they believe that with every aspect of their yeah. heart because they don't consider anything exactly. else. Hitler's shtick was... You guys are bringing wheelbarrows full of cash to the store to buy a loaf of bread, and then your wheelbarrow gets stolen because it's more valuable. And then they blame that on a group. So Hitler's like, it's because of the Jewish banking cabal, so let's take them down. And that's where it started. And then it became a holocaust. Bad. Bad, 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 bad. I'm not promoting anything Hitler did. But the leadership skills he had to have to make that happen, to convince everybody... And not to mention, I mean, the circumstances were just right for it, but at the same time, like... He still had He led these... How many millions of people to do these atrocious things and, and, and convince them that they were doing good things? Well, and that goes back to marketing. I wish all these really the smart people yes. would do the That's marketing the for the good. That's the whole point I was trying to make. Well, I, I get what your point is. Yeah. It's a very good point. Like, why can't we take these magical algorithms and all of these mm-hmm. research, social market research we've done and do some good with it? And some good does get done. It's of just, course. It's, not it's a in, balance. It's not in the media, though. It's yeah. not shown to us on our feeds. Look what we're getting shown. Oh, there's spies. It's like they're mm-hmm. trying to make us fight. We knew there was spies. But again, I think we're in a Cold War. Look at that. Yeah. It's a, a story of spies. Yeah. They're fucking spying on us through technology. Can we now. have we're, the we're spying on them, so what's the difference? Can we have the cool happy music that we got during the Cold War? Because there's some dang awesome music during the Cold War. <laughs> yes. I, I would, that is true. I would like that to uh, be a thing. Yeah. Because what else do... I, literally, as one human, I have no control over any of this. Yeah. Other than an observational, and we're talking about it, which maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. 
I just that's the only good we can really do. And my our biggest takeaway from this maybe is to examine how you're being marketed to and how it's affecting your habits and yep. maybe start doing some new exercises to, to fight against that. Yep. I, is that and stop thinking you're better than everybody else. Oh God. You know no you're guilty. Is, I've been guilty. I'm, We've all been guilty. I have to admit guilt. Well, I think that's part of the problem. The, the plan is that and the problem is people don't admit it. It's just like, I'm in the right team and that team is stupid and they need more education. It's like, that's mm. so everybody quit, based. quit, quit picking teams. It's not a team based thing. We're, We're all in this all together. We're all on the same We're team. We're all on the same team. And I'm not saying you have to hang out with people you don't like, but respect that no, they are don't. different than you. <laughs> Please don't. No. It usually becomes toxic. I think quickly. the whole point of tolerance is to tolerate that there are people different than you and they don't mm. need to die because they're different than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Very, very, very good point. Yes. I, I feel like that might be the whole point of nations not to be nationalist jerk faces, but that, hey, this group hey, of people. A little here bit of nationalism it. goes a long way. Well, you know what I mean? Is <laughs> I just meant like it, say that there's a group of people over here that are more individualist, which is mm-hmm. Americans are from all over the world. People came here because we kind of want to do our own thing. Ironically, we kind of fouled up sometimes. But then in no. other places, maybe they want to be communal and more communist in nature. Fine. Just they... stay out of my yard and then we can trade together uh-huh. if that's what the people want. Yeah. I don't know. There's got to be that's a way. That's the problem there. I don't what know if the people, people want, want that. Because there's always half the people want it and half the people don't. There's a problem. So the We're people that don't could come hang with us. We can't demonize the other side. Well, and, and that's just it. different ideas. And I think that's something that we need to quit being marketed to out of fear. It's like, mm-hmm. I am not scared of things. Oh, fear is wonderful. Fear is the mind Fear killer. is a very, very Frank good Herbert manipulation got that, right? technique. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't read Dune, people read Dune. It's a good book. Uh-huh. That's, well, and that's just it. I think a lot of this is fear-based because everything's uncertain. All of our mores, our norms, it's a big fancy word for it, mm-hmm. are shot to the moon. We talked about the moon earlier. Hey, the moon. The moon. And so Big things going on on the moon again. Oh, way, yeah, guys. the moon. We could talk about that for uh, China put a flag on the moon. We're, at a, we're in another space. For, it's like we're reliving the 1960s. I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. <sighs> we're, it's, all of a sudden, we're in another space And you know in 1967 that the guys? UN has... I read that, watched that in your Very Cool Ordinary Things video where yes. no one can claim the moon. It belongs to all of us. Well, no you know government that, can. Well, that's what I mean. It belongs to all of us as a species. <clears throat> There's this guy who decided to like claim the real estate the- guy. <laughs> I love this guy. I love him. You guys got to watch the ordinary things video on the moon because it's, it's really fucking good. Hilarious. And There's this guy who decided he because of a loophole in the space treaty or whatever that nobody, no government can claim the moon. He's like, that doesn't say individuals can't. So he claimed the moon. And he's selling and he it. challenged every, he challenged the governments. If you guys have a problem with it, come at me. And nobody came at him. So now he's selling real estate on the moon, twenty dollars an acre, I guess. It's probably went up by now. I imagine inflation. I'm sure is even hit. I'm yeah. sure even moon real estate is susceptible to the bubble. It's overvalued. <laughs> Let me take a subprime loan. Yeah. I gotta buy me some of that sweet moon <laughs> subprime land. Subprime moon loans. I'm gonna call the episode subprime, subprime moon, loans. moon loans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love the moon. I do too. Oh, what is it great. About we the have moon? to we stare at it every day. I love the moon. Mm-hmm. When I, I maybe I've told the story or I don't care. I'm gonna tell it again. Okay, tell the I, moon I story. I got really, really high one time oh. and was thinking about Kickstarter. Okay. And uh, high on weed, by the way, marijuana. It's not a bad thing. We'll do a drug episode eventually. I keep saying that, but it's it's going to be like a fucking four hour it episode. It also has so. to be when we're in the right frame of mind. Exactly. We were not. But uh, I got really, really stoned on some marijuana one time. And it, it, uh, you know how marijuana is. Like, you get a little you get a little crazy when you're thinking. True. And I was thinking about uh, Kickstarter and all these crowdfunding. Like, uh, what was the other one? Uh, uh, crowdfunding. Kickstarter. What's the other one? Uh, Go, go fund your go fund me. go fund yourself. Go, go fund yourself. <laughs> that, that, that was the other idea. I took. I'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. But um, the first idea I had while well, stone thinking about crowdfunding, I was like, I, I I thought about these ones that don't actually produce the thing they're talking about, but they take the money. 
Oh. Like, there was a big oh. one with that whole uh, test your blood at Walgreens and you know if you have cancer. That lady, she made billions of dollars, wore a turtleneck. What is it with the turtlenecks? She was, like the fem- she was trying to be like the female Tom Steve Cruise. Jobs. Tom, Tom Cruise, Steve Jobs mix. Oh. But anyway, she, she like, there's this big scam and she didn't. She had medical Her product was fucking bullshit. She fucking tricked everybody into giving her billions of dollars and it didn't. She got in trouble. She's paying it all back now. She probably has to do some prison time. It's still going on. Okay. Damn. Um, she's still facing issues from this. But there's a lot of other people on there like um, in the video game world. They'll, they'll get on there and promise this amazing video game we've all never seen before. And we all want really badly. And then never fucking produce it, and they'll just walk away with the money. Oh, there's problems, or they make they make these little trailers for the game, and then just walk away with the money. Never happens. Um, oh, uh, that's so unpleasant. So I started to think about that. And I'm like, what? Could, I could do that. They don't have any repercussions. So I'm like, oh, you were what sorry. if I and and the stone the marijuana really kicked in in my, in my yes. cerebral cortex and was like, yes. Brady, I got an idea. Try to sell people the idea that you can carve a message into the moon for the highest bidder. You don't actually have to make the laser that does it, but you sell the idea and walk away with the money. Okay. And then I started to think about, well, what if I actually could make the fucking laser to cover message to the moon? Now I'm a lunar terrorist. That was the marijuana talking. The marijuana was like, I could be a lunar terrorist and threaten the world that I'm going to draw a big dick on the moon and see who could pay me. (laughs) The lunar, oh my gosh, did that put so much I started to feel like Dr. Evil, like for a second there. For one trillion I'm not going to blow up the moon, but I will carve a, a derogatory message into the moon if you don't, if you don't pay me. So I'm like, I could walk away with money from crowdfunding and not make the laser, or I could make the laser and, and still somehow exploit. <laughs> I don't know. Like the highest bidder, I'll carve an advertisement in the moon. It'll be there forever. Everybody sees it every night. Was there moon cheese in your uh-huh. marijuana? Because I think it was, was called moon was, cheese. I don't know. I, it might it have. It was a sour diesel moon cheese. Well, you know, the moon is so great <laughs> in our coast. Sour diesel moon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that seems like, yeah, some of the names of the but, strains are very, very creative. Yeah. Creative liberties. Well, but I, a, I, but basically, like I, I was like, I could use clever marketing to, uh, to sell an idea and walk away with the money and not have any repercussions. Delete my entire online profiles and just have a million dollars in my you pocket. You would have the karma, though. Yeah. I don't think it would have worked. I mean, this was a, an insane idea I had while stoned. Mar- okay. stoned the other know. idea I had was making a crowdfund page called Go Fund Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're not actually asking for money. You just... <laughs> Just made me so happy. Just go fund yourself. <laughs> go fund yourself. Go fund yourself. <laughs> I wonder if that domain is available because I don't know, but it's, it's great. sort of great. Well, that's like you know, I was thinking about the moon, and Neil Stevenson wrote a book called Seven Eves about the moon blowing up. Oh God! And uh, is that what that's about? I have that book sitting on my nightstand. Well, I can't wait to read you need, it. It's a large book, but you, uh. yeah, it's about the moon blowing up and. I can't go any further into the plot than that, but it is. It, it goes across the scope of five thousand years, so it's a very. If you're into like. All sorts of scenarios, science fiction from yeah. apocalyptic Neil Stevenson things. is a genius. He is one of the I'm, smartest I'm reading people Snow Crash, exists. and it's about like a separatist dystopia. Yes. It's scary. But it's it's so exhausting to read because it's written as if the author was living in that world. From the point of view of being in that world. It's not written as a outside looking in. It's written as like, I'm in this world. It's like there's all these like cultural references and stuff that are happening in real time in the book and you don't get them because it's as if you're the character it's so fucking exhausting because it's like literally immersing it it's very immersive that's the word i was looking for wait till you read 70 yeah seven so neil stevenson has this very genius way of writing where it's like he he writes as if you're in the world like you have to just know what's going on like you're just you just jump into and this then world he writes and it's, about then you have to figure it out massive it's so yeah good. he's good at narrative very good massive brain bending concepts uh, and, it, at know. the same time like cyberpunk oh the game cyberpunk 2077 just came out the video game yeah everybody and i started to watch it a little bit and i'm like 
this is this is exactly like Snow Crash in a way. The way the city was built, the way the world building. And works. there's I'm like, this is pretty people, good. Little yeah. little. It was very. But the cool thing about the cyberpunk game is it doesn't touch on the dystopian nature of it's the just cyberpunk about the world. Game. It's just straight up like. Transhumanism happened and now you're in it, and it's just everything goes on as normal. So we have that to look and, forward to uh-huh. in T minus fifty years. Yes, I'm gonna be pretty old then. I don't know. It's it's crazy. The world, but the world's heading that way, like cybernetic augmentation and genetic augmentation, and well, again goes back to the very original point of uh, in the very beginning of our episode. Here is like humans have strived for augmentation technologically or genetically, whatever. We're we're well, we're always even trying our to improve standard ourselves. of living is yeah. an augmentation. Realistically we started out living in caves and grabbing what we could to eat and now Some of us still do live in caves. Do we? Did you drop the Come on, you think Osama bin Laden's dead? He's in a cave. He's always been in a cave. I always wanted to live in a cave he's, house like a hobbit. He's I thought scared it would be man. cool because I'm short and I would enjoy being in a cave house. <laughs> I like spelunking. We <clears> talked <throat> about, oh, yeah, never mind. That was I'm really sorry really if I offended cool. anybody. I don't know about Osama bin Laden. I'm just joking. But you shouldn't, you know what? That's just it. To be alive as a human being, you're going to I saw offend him at someone. The other day. You did? You're going to yeah. offend someone at some point, Brady. Oh, like, fuck yeah. I have offended people. Get offended. I don't yeah. care anymore. Well, I have been, I've offended people by accident. Like one time a man screamed at me because I apparently didn't help him fast enough. I didn't even know he was there. Oh. Uh, that was in a grocery store. Also, people, it's Christmas. Be nice to your grocery oh, checkers. God. You guys have, if you haven't Just been be a nice grocery to everybody. checker. Well, that too, but grocery checkers have to be responsible for a lot. Mm-hmm. And then they it's have not to exactly very the easiest mundane, job. like it's so horrible. Man. And so. The people that do it with a smile on their face, they should be adored. Kudos. Pat them yeah. on the back. Adore Maybe not. Maybe pat them on the back from six feet away with your mask on. Well, I just, guess. you know what? Blow know. a kiss to them. No, maybe not blow a kiss Can't to them. High em. five them through the plexiglass. Um, in fact, go. maybe just wink or something. Well, that honestly. Per- no, that could be perceived as a harassment. Uh, oh, God just damn high it. five. What do we do? <laughs> uh, knuckles, knuckles through the glass. Um, smile behind your mask and try, to, and try to project no. the fact that you're smiling. I look like I'm in pain when I smile behind my mask. Let's I love the world we're living in. COVID, COVID, COVID land is great. Fist bump you guys, you guys. When all this COVID shit's over and all this other shit's over, I cannot wait for the parodies and uh, the comedians to start talking about it again. Are they allowed to talk? I don't know. And also, are they going to let the COVIDs in? Because I feel like people. It feels like it's never going to end, doesn't it? I don't think. I don't think it's. I've been getting real. I've been thinking about this a lot. Is it ever going to end? Are we ever going to get out of this? I think Are we just going to wear masks forever and the the facial recognition technology just has to get really, really good at reading eyeballs and foreheads? Eyeballs. Like, are we, are we, is this just going to be forever? Like your unibrow like is the new, the vaccine, the vaccine comes out and then the goddamn CDC or the world health organization or someone, I think it was the CDC comes out and they're like, Oh, you know, even when you get the vaccine, you need to wear a mask literally forever. Cause we're just never going to take them off. And you know what? No one's going back to work ever again. Just get just used to home. it. Reset. Uh, how many, Reset. Pe- maybe it is, maybe it's this. Global depopulation that Alex Jones was talking about. I don't fucking know. He talked know. about the, the 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 vaccine. You know, he had the guy on there talking about how it's going to make women infertile too. Yeah, he, he's going hard. And yesterday, I, I tuned. I love just every once in a while seeing what Alex Jones has to say. And I popped on Band video yesterday. I bet that was informative. Uh, first of all, I was peddled with uh, offers of double Patriot points again. And free shipping. Uh, no, triple Patriot points and free, free shipping. Shipping. And he had, he I even had a little bit of mistletoe on the ad, and I, I really wanted to buy that colloidal silver. He's up front. But then I clicked on a video and it was uh, apparently. (laughs) I can't even say it. Apparently, the COVID vaccine, the Australian government is going, "Mm, not right now, because it's apparently they're. It causes HIV. According, oh, no. according to Alex Jones, it causes HIV. According to CNN, it causes false Animal. positives for HIV. 
So who? So now I don't know. I but basically, there's somehow some HIV involved in the COVID vaccines. I read that article, and it was antibodies. HIV antibodies were coming up in people, so they stopped that branch of research because they didn't want to put any negative connotations on the actual. Yeah. Now you now all of a sudden they're going to stigmatize. CNN is guilty now too. Um, the virus. The vaccine is already stigmatized to most of the population because of how fast they rushed it. Exactly. We we won't get too deep into. No, we won't. But then Jones has the audacity to go into detail about how. Absolutely. uh, No, he has the documents for keep in mind he Always had the documents. documents but apparently Always. when all the covid first started coming out these doctors came out and said something about like uh <clears throat> it seems like a mishmash put like spliced together virus weaponized and uh, supposedly um the hiv delivery mechanism was the main core of the virus and so it's cut i don't know it's fucking alex jones here we're talking about but one thing i do know about alex jones is like Everything he does say, as crazy as it is, is laced with some sort of truth or historical precedent. So, I don't know what to think. You You guys decide. Well, my parents just told me last night they were visiting. It was fun after the parade. And they said there's a doctor talking about using ivermectin as a prophylactic treatment. What the fuck is ivermectin? Oh, I'll explain that to you in a minute. I'm very it sounds like an ingredient on a Pop-Tart. Nope. Ivermectin is an enthalamic, which is a... Um, that also sounds like an ingredient on a Pop-Tart. I know. It's those Pop-Tarts. They probably put it in Pop-Tarts. It's probably in Pop-Tarts, um, yeah. As a person who takes care of animals, I've had the occasion to use Ivermectin a lot. It deworms and deparasites animals. Oh. And it's also been used in humans. It, it's perfectly safe for humans to okay. do the same thing. So it's a dewormer. It kills Let's, your worms. It, and not only that, Is that what they gave the anorexics after they peddled? For, oh, here's some more marketing. Oh, more marketing. They, they used to peddle, uh, was it tapeworm? to people to, lose to, weight, yeah. to, to the soccer moms them. who wanted to, to get oh, rid of their mom bod. gross. I'm glad they're taking Ritalin. This literally happened. Oh. It was allowed for a while. Oh, gross. Snake oil, man. Oh, I'm telling no. you. But, well, uh, but is that what they gave them to get rid of the paperwork at the end of it? Ivermectin is actually a very <laughs> effective medicine and it has been used in humans, but apparently... This doctor, and he's a very, I think he's from West Virginia, um, or Virginia, he's a research doctor. No, he's an actual legit medical professional, and as a prophylactic treatment, it has been helping with the Rona. And prophylactic means protective. You start it when you think you're getting sick, and you take it over a period of days. Oh, okay. And it helps beat the Rona. I haven't gone down the rabbit hole all the way on that bit. I am interested because ivermectin is readily available, it's not expensive, and I use it all the time. In fact, I've already probably had a prophylactic treatment of ivermectin because I accidentally dumped some of the cow kind on me a couple months ago. Oh. So I'm good to go. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't recommend taking ivermectin without a medical professional. Boosted. Well, and it's it's a very that's just the thing though is with the Rona. Rona. Why haven't we start che- like it seems like there's this negative connotation to checking already known medicines. I'm looking at you. What is it? Hydrochloroquine? Uh, yeah, hydrochloroquine. You notice no one's talking about that anymore. Like it's yeah, just that not allowed off to be talked earth. about. God and forbid so, you peddle anything natural or something. I and know. so I, I guess I, it's because the med- because the 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 god of the CDC Fauci guy doesn't want. I don't know. But you took it. Want. We've taken it for fifty years or more. <laughs> so I don't understand why there's this negative connotation to it. But maybe it is marketing. Because they want you to marketing. They want you to only take the vaccine when it was ready. Marketing. I think I don't know. It's marketing. Yeah, I know it's want. marketing. This so, whole thing could be fake, and they just want us to take this vaccine. Because oh, I had this cool thought yesterday. Oh, I like Again, that. I'm just I'm just riffing. Okay, guys, I'm not. Come on. I'm we not Alex not Jones. I'm not fucking seeing it. Like All be- I want to do is riff on this because I had this interesting idea yesterday. I was talking with my father-in-law about conspiracies and aliens. But I was thinking like... It's a normal vacation. I was thinking about like, <clears throat> what if uh, they faked the virus or it's just the flu and they want everybody to think there's this virus and they... But the, the vaccine is an mRNA 
DNA augmentation to create super soldiers out of all the citizens because China's going to invade us, and they know it. I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just well, fucking saying. I'm that. throwing random conspiracies out there. Okay, but Brady there, okay? did have a good thought the other day. The tinfoil hat's talking. RNA is a messenger, okay, for our DNA. Yes. So, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm paraphrasing. Let's press. Let's, let's start talk this about with, the code. Let's, yeah. Let's talk. Let's let's start this out with a um Anecdote. a precedent here. Yeah. Go ahead. So give me your thoughts. There has never ever 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 been a licensed mRNA product. Nope. Especially a vaccine for a virus. Nope. This is the very first one. They've pushed it out in nine months somehow. Probably one of the worst things Trump's ever done, actually, to be honest with you, if I have to be honest. It's terrifying. I don't understand why he's pushing this so hard. Because um, it's, it's not today, ready. by the way. Yes, it's not fucking ready. We all know it. Everybody's talking about we it. We have no long-term studies But the news it. wants everybody to fucking feel safe. It is what it is. Okay, I'm not going to talk about the and details of the vaccine itself. Either. But but the m but how mRNA supposedly works. Do you want to take over on this one? Do you know how? Well, mRNA it's a messenger works? in this instance. Put it from the context of code. You know, anybody can go look up because of the internet of how mRNA and DNA and all of that works. It's Genetic just messenger code. RNA. Yeah, yeah. And, but Brady put it in context of think about a computer code when you write software. How always, always, always a code needs a patch. I don't know any code that's so perfect that it doesn't need a patch. We're injecting ourselves with a patch. Pretty much, we're patching our, our we're we're doing a security update basically of of our Windows devices in our brain. No, I'm not saying it's <laughs> our not operating excellent. systems flawed, and we're 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 boosting it with a security patch. But when okay? I thought of it in that context, you know what happens when you give yourself a patch? You need more yeah. and more so, and more updates. Is yeah. that going to create a dependency? Are we going to have to? That's what I'm saying. Are we going? Are we in this endless cycle? Well, it does. It takes two. They said that it takes two rounds of the shot. Uh, but you then have to I get a first read, one, and then a few months later, you go and get your second one. No, it's a week later. You get another a week, one week later. later and, okay, okay. And then after that, but then we don't even know if the protection lasts longer than three months. Exactly. So are you going to have to get eight shots a so, year? So let, let me frame it in a little bit more detail here on the computer code idea I have. Okay. okay? Yes, tell me. So that. Because it's very similar. Okay. So what mRNA does is it tricks these proteins into growing a certain spike. Yes. Through the It, it literally hacks the DNA of... Something, I don't know, part of your body, the immune system, I guess, and creates these proteins that have a specific spike that mimics the COVID vaccine or the COVID virus in order to have your immune system battle that. And it basically gets the same practice of fighting the vaccine without an actual vaccine sample like other vaccines work. Okay. Without a virus sample. Well, it's a set of instructions yeah. to build a protein. Basically, that's it basically builds a protein a that mimics the COVID so that your body will fight that off and be used to fighting off something that's similar to COVID. We don't know if it's going to work. They've done these trials for nine months or whatever. It usually takes five to ten years to do a trial for a vaccine to see if it works and five what the negative side effects are. Yeah. But again, we've never had a licensed mRNA product. China's already been doing it for a while with mRNA with their uh, genetic augmentation. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're, they're literally trying to augment some other super, citizens. They want to, super soldiers. They want better workers and better soldiers, and they're using mRNA for that because of this magical device or device this magical system they've created called CRISPR. To edit genetic code, and so they've cracked the code on how RNA works and how to manipulate it with these little fucking uh, these. I don't even know. They're little things that move around your RNA, and I don't know. It's crazy, well, it's, guys. It's fucking it's, crazy it's science. I'm not an expert. Uh, it's messenger proteins okay. that tell the proteins to do the thing. Now, without going too uh, too much further into that, because I'm not an expert. What I what I do know is that this works extremely similar to how computer viruses and computer code works. Okay. Computer virus, all it is is a malicious line of computing code that changes how your computer operates. Sometimes it steals your data and sends it off to some server somewhere that the hacker has access to. Sometimes it uh, corrupts, your system. corrupts your system. It's just like the, a fucking virus in real life, okay? It's just a, it's just a, a, a malicious invader, okay? 
what that invader does is always different per virus. Yes. To get the virus on your computer, usually the hackers, they... Uh, they uh, you download it. You, they, they exploit holes in your operating system or, or basically yourself, which... You get an email and you click the link and there's a virus. But most of the time it's a, a exploit in your operating system. Some kind of a hole they left open in the back door. All operating systems have holes. It doesn't matter how safe it is. Yep. And even and no matter what precautions you take, hackers will find a way through. It doesn't matter. It's always it's an always it's Humans a, look it's for an uphill patterns battle. And hackers exactly. Them. Yeah. Um with the with the COVID virus, it's invaded, okay? So we're like, okay, how do we patch the operating system? Our DNA is our operating system, essentially. Okay. Their genetic code tells all of the proteins and all of the what your body's made of what but to do. But your mRNA has to tell it to do the that. The mRNA is that security patch. It's an update to the code, to the genetic code. It literally updates your DNA through because that's what RNA does. RNA is the mechanism in which DNA changes itself. I think, right? I, I'm, I'm not an expert, but I'm on the very most what basic of knowledge about, about is that RNA. we're injecting ourselves with something to tell our immune system to make a protein to fight off. So yes. the immune system we're literally see, hacking. Our ourselves. immune system will see that protein, be like, "Oh, it's the Rona," and make antibodies. Okay, mm-hmm. that is what we're doing. We're tricking ourselves. It's not been done before in people mm-hmm. as a as a massive vaccination. As a concept, thing. it's smart. I think so, it's amazing. It's not a bad concept. But the problem is, we're trusting pharmaceutical companies to hack our DNA. And even to if, put it bluntly, even if there's not, think of all of the possibilities: nefarious ones, non-nefarious mm-hmm. ones, just making even- mistakes. It's massive, right? I'm not an anti-vaxxer, and Neither I'm not saying okay, maybe. Even if the COVID vaccine itself, the mRNA mechanism is not nefarious and isn't you being used for bad, just for the COVID vaccine, now we've opened up the door for the future. Mm-hmm. Now we can say, okay, what if Pfizer gets in bed with China and China wants to fuck everybody over, make us complacent, and now they have access to our genetic code through RNA manipulation, and they can just put whatever they want in these vaccines and now we're all fucking how dare you be an anti-vaxxer everybody has to take a vaccine Save me or they're gonna force Save us me if if we allow them to force the covid vaccine that opens the door for the government to say we have to take other vaccines and then those vaccines can be you know hacked also someone brought up a very good point aids agents. is a virus okay okay hiv, a- HIV is a virus yes it's yes. a disease sorry so we've had this mrna technology for a little while apparently or we've been working with it why have we not made a vaccine to kill out something that has killed 35 to 45 million people? I there is articles I've read it was this was a couple years ago when the whole CRISPR thing came out and CRISPR is a very similar concept to the mRNA. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we developed the mRNA idea from the CRISPR system which is Well, CRISPR is editing the actual code. Our yeah. mRNA is the mechanism but, that gets it to work. Yes. So, so that's very, very um crazy. but they they they've been working with genetic manipulation to cure AIDS and they've already done human trials. It's like, like I said, this has never been licensed, but they have been experimenting, okay? Okay. And and some countries, I'm not going to name it, it rhymes with Mina. No um, way. Who You're talking have about no, Australia. Yeah, they don't, yeah. let's just say they don't have any uh, human, they don't really care about human rights as much as we do. Mm-hmm. So they've been doing human, human exper- experimentation with genetic alteration to cure age or whatever, but they've already done it. That's my point. This is I don't know if we've seen any results yet or not. I, I, apparently, I it does wonders for HIV. Does if you look that up right now, oh. look up um, genetic, look up CRISPR a- HIV. But what a lot of this is starting to sound like is some sort of Resident Evil pre- like prologue. Like uh-huh. it's very. <laughs> no right. That's what scares me. I know. Like now we can create the zombie virus if we want to. Let's just put it that way, and it won't even be a virus. It's just going to be a line of code that we we can. Well, I'm just saying we've opened the door now. 
We've just opened the... It, maybe this is Pandora's box. Let's just put it that way. We all know Pandora's box. You can't you can't put Pandora back in the box. We've just opened it, okay? Pandora's out now. We can't put him back and, in the box. And, and like me, I love science, and I'm open to learning everything. My thing is, is once you... You can't go back with your body. Once you augment it, yes. it's augmented. And so I want to be dang sure that there's some long-term studies on something, especially that most of us are going to live through. Why are we in such a dang hurry? Uh-huh. Like... If you go on the dash, fear. I know. Because Mima. I know, but I care about my grandma. Mima, I have my grandparents still. I'm an old lady, and I have grandparents mm. still because my grandparents <laughs> had children young. I care about them, but yeah. you know what? I also care. Well, and that's a whole different topic. We're going to talk about isolation about it already. Yeah, but ow, 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 ow. quit poking yourself with that I thing. Can't. He's thumbtacking. Yeah, I'm just, fidgeting with a thumbtack. I, which, I mean, that, a fidget spinner might be a better. Option might be here, better. But I, I, I think that as a humanity, when you start talking about something that can augment your body. It's good to research, and I mean yeah. on a cellular level, that's on a very, um, well, not cellular, but protein level, that's exactly. a big issue, and big I think issue. that it's we have Pandora's not, box, we've hurried, and now it, Did we just open Pandora's box? Well, I think we did, and now the gate is open for genetic augmentation. Are, the we're, trucks we're getting, are leaving we're Pfizer this morning. Uh, we're heading towards uh, Cyberpunk, guys. I really think we are. And I, I want to quote Ian Malcolm from the, I, I encourage everyone to go read the novel Jurassic Park or watch the movie Jurassic Park uh, because yes. well, life will find a way. the entire message behind that fucking thing was they were doing genetic cloning on dinosaurs and the whole message was just because we can doesn't mean we should. We at least have to ask ourselves if we should and scientists get so bogged down with the can we they never think of the should we and well, it's been we've talked about this before but it's like the joy of investigation the it's, joy of discovery it's, it's yeah you the, also have to have the, the bioethicism the like, people studying it aren't bad but they don't necessarily have the capacity to think about they just do it and then we deal with the problems later that's what we're doing with this vaccine okay? well uh, yeah <clears throat> that's I'm, what we've done with every vaccine realistically i i'm, I'm not an anti-vaxxer again but i am an anti-rushing it Without and then again, we're not having any public debates. That the, the medical professionals aren't having any public debates about it. Although they're being it's silenced. all just like it's you, all silence. It's all fucking Sinclair media groups just saying everybody take follow. the vaccine and it's good. It's safe. Don't worry. But I don't like it when people that represent shareholders tell me that exactly. or the government. You have proven that you don't necessarily not that you're bad people. Because I'm not saying you are, but you don't have that my best interest or other people's best interest. No, That's you not have your, your prime focus. Bad, you have their shareholders' or, best interest. Yeah, and so your quarterly profits. Best once interest. again, I'm not saying you're bad, but that's like you're coming at it from a different perspective than I am. Exactly. And so, as a human being, I should have the right to discuss things and study things and talk yep. to the opposition. And we should have a panel of people that says, "Hey, this is the negatives. This is the positives. What should we do as a species?" Mm-hmm. None but of that is happening. We don't have any of that. We don't have no. no debate, no public debate between medical professionals on okay. We'll break it back to the beginning of coronavirus, okay? We don't have any... We didn't have any public debate between the medical professionals on um, the coronavirus itself. We didn't have any debate about uh, the protocols we need to take to you no. know, prevent the spread of the virus. Just, just do this. We didn't have any uh, debate about the vaccine itself and its production or how we're going to... Uh, if we want to use mRNA or a typical vaccine where we use live samples or dead samples or whatever. We didn't have any... We don't Now we don't have any debate about the safety of the vaccine. Nope. When clearly there are some doctors saying, no, this is bad. And there are some doctors just fucking... Probably being paid to say, don't worry, it's safe. You I don't know. Get that Pfizer notepad. Pfizer yeah. notepad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But look, at, um, uh, if you have allergies, you're being t- severe allergies, you're not supposed to take it at all. So yeah. it's like there is some issues. We're not saying they're bad. We're not saying not to ever take a vaccine. It's just like, can we talk I'm a about worried. it? I'm just saying I'm a little nervous about it. That's all. 
Well, I'm nervous that, about this particular one. That's making that subprime moon land loan looking really. <laughs> <laughs> I want me some of that. I think twenty dollars an acre. That's pretty good. I'll never see that. Twenty nine ninety five. Right, you can only see it from a telescope, and yeah, but if I own, I heard the neighbors are pretty friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, what, what did I have you look up? Because you haven't pulled up. Oh, no. It was just uh, the, the CRISPR and the HIV. Because well, I know anti, they've been doing antiretroviral therapy combined with CRISPR gene editing can eliminate HIV in mice. This okay. is actually on I know the drug for abuse. A fact. I know they've been doing it. What is this on drugabuse.gov? The National know, Institute on Drug Abuse has this study on here. Well, I mean, the, uh, uh, a big way HIV is spread is through sharing needles, needle, heroin needles, usually. Yeah, that is just interesting. Um, this is quite a so study, you guys, if you want to look it Ooh, up. That's, there's a graph. There's lots of words. Well, no advertisements. This, this is, is by Chris Palmer, PhD. It's a great He's website. A computer, yeah. Well, I'm just, it's a group. This is a deep read. It Very actually goes into... Uh, my point is, I know for a fact I saw articles in the mainstream media about how they're doing human testing on HIV for with the CRISPR system. Well, my and point was that, I wouldn't surprise me if they've done mRNA tests with that too. I mean, it just makes sense. And I'm all about great leaps in in science. I love science, but mm -hmm. I just also know that, like you said, Malcolm and all that. As far as just because you can, should you? And you have to be so careful because you can't put Pandora back in the box. No, and now Pandora. Sorry, it's too late. Now it is out of the oh, box. She's out. They've, UK has already started their fucking vaccine. Uh, campaign. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> well, and there's also historical precedents of the government forcing you to take things. Well, especially People, in the UK. I'm sorry, but they are a totalitarian well, massive state. Well, and in America state, too. So. You have to go back. That started. There's a lot of talk. You know, just study the history of vaccination because I like vaccines a lot, actually. They're really mm -hmm. neat because it's basically mimicking what our immune system does without all the negative side effects like death. And yeah, some people have died of vaccines, but it's minuscule compared to the actual death of the diseases. Yeah. So like everything in life, there's an element of risk, but I totally believe a person should be able to be cognizant and have the right to take the risk themselves. Oh, yeah, we, have, we should have that right. And I but know, what is a right anymore? I know people get frustrated on the pro-vaccine side. They're like, people should be forced to do it. But when you mm -hmm. said, when that comes out of your mouth... The, the, for the greater good, you need to stop and think about what you're saying. Because uh, people should be forced to do it has, has been used for the greater good in so many bad ways. How, how many... God, we're fucking beating a dead horse. But yeah, how many times have we been pushed on the idea of this is for your safety? We're in charge of your safety. Look at the Patriot Act. We'll, I'll talk about it until oh, the day I die. That makes me so mad. <sighs> Life was so much cooler before that act. Guys, it's okay. Let her, let the government spy on you. It's for your safety because the terrorists. Because those terrorists. And so don't worry. Let them put a finger up your butt at the airport. It's for the terrorists. Yeah, I love having my terrorists. crotch touched every time. Yeah, God yeah. damn it. We never caught a single terrorist, did we? Not with the, not over not here with anyway. the TSA. We, we caught terrorists overseas where we weren't spying. But even still, why are we even doing that anyways? I don't know. We could talk about, I could talk oh, about the Patriot Act all day. We did, that's a they framed episode. it as our national security. I love the word national security. Oh, my God. Talk Man. about marketing. National security. That is the ultimate science. National Just security. think about what we talked about. Why the is the government in charge of my national security? I the CIA learned all those things for three or four decades about how to mm. manipulate people via psychology. And it's just being used in marketing and God government. damn CIA. I know. You guys need to have go talk to Grandma. Gotta take the good with the bad on that one. You need to have a molasses us. crinkle and confess your sins to Grandma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like seriously, guys, like they always frame it as this this it's wonderful thing. Save the puppies act. Guess what? Not a single puppy's gonna be saved. And what they're really gonna do is just take the money out of your wallet and spy on you. I don't know. Probably. That's just how it is. Like one of these days, they're gonna come out with this act. 
that They'll gives us a, so they're gonna have us like like it's gonna be called like the um, it'll be jobs for illegals be, or something like it'll that. be like it'll uh, be, uh, the be the the fluffy kitty act okay if you don't love fluffy kitties fuck you and then what I'm they're gonna do is in in state the social credit system and everything's gonna be I do not everything's gonna be ran by this that. everything's gonna be ran by the central operating system by the technocrats. No. And then if they don't like what you said on Twitter, they can shut off your money, lock you out of your house, shut down your car, and you're fucked. You're blacklisted. Well, already, that already we, we did that in the We did that in the 60s it with the communism. It already exists in China. You have to have a red light or green light. That's what I'm saying. It's coming here. No. Coming to an America near you. Well, they're going to start it with flying if you don't have your Rona app. It's already there. Yeah, it's already happening. Have, but we have to say no. They we just can fucking, say no. I just read this article yesterday. They kicked, they they canceled this lady's flight because her two year old kept taking the mask off. It's a fucking two year old ain't gonna wear a goddamn mask. How are you gonna keep it on? Duct tape it on there. Let me put some duct tape on its face know, so it can't do? breathe. And then so it's already gonna... starting. We're already getting to the point where I will not uh, live gonna, with the we're social credit score. We're gonna not be in a we're gonna be in a mass surveillance. We'll dystopia, either have to be just like China. Oh, it'll be like now. Demolition Man, where those yeah. feral freedom loving people will be eating rat burgers yeah. in the sewers of L.A. That luckily there are places in the United States banning the use of facial recognition technology. And sheriffs are stepping up. Have you noticed yeah. sheriffs are stepping sheriffs up? Sheriffs are saying, because well, guess what? Some of these police forces are being peddled this technology that. Uh, can predict your fucking... It's Minority Report. Oh, I've heard of it. They're trying that. to use algorithms to, to tap into people's cell phones, look at their... Uh, what they're looking at. Their driving routes. They're going to compare all of your data to criminal uh, to uh, criminality data that they've they've had amassed for years and years and so years. So they're using cell phones for database. precognition? Basically, they're using cell phones for precognition. <gasps> they're going to compare your data to uh, criminal data they've been amassing for years and then go, okay, based on this, we're, but they're not arresting people yet for it. What they're doing is patrolling specific areas based on crime data and That's, based on cell that phones. That feels like entrapment without it is your entra- consent. It is exactly that. And so some police departments are banning it, but some police departments are fucking embracing it. Well, I wonder where those are. Let mm-hmm. me guess. <coughs> Rhymes with Fornia. Okay. So, yes. I, I'm so, guys, why do you submit to that? And that's the thing that I don't, I, I think I hate the most. You don't, because there's a part of me, Brady, that just wants to disconnect from all of it and just mm-hmm. grow carrots and smell roses. That's mm-hmm. all I want to do. But then the other part of me is like, no, if I don't fight for it, they're going to steamroll my carrots and stab me with They'll the come UBC for your carrots. Code. They're coming for they're your coming carrots. They're coming for my carrots. So I, I realized this week, because I've been very angry, like a lot of us, that the quiet people... I've got to start saying something. I honestly want to live and let live and let people just be do their own thing. But when you guys start doing your own thing to the point that you need to tell me how to do my own thing, then we're going to have a problem. Mm-hmm. And that is to the point I've gotten. And mm-hmm. and it's and I am not a violent person. I do like to. Well, how many quiet? Everybody Trump, can be. How many quiet Trump supporters are fucking loud now? All of a sudden. I know. And if you would have just left them alone and let them do their mudding. And shoot their guns. They wouldn't have gotten angry. But Quit then coming you, for my mud and my guns. But they God keep pushing people so far at such. What point mm-hmm. are they going to push? I keep waiting it's, for that Archduke Ferdinand well, moment. It's yeah, coming. you're right. No, that the, seriously, you guys are back to the black swans. Yeah. Did we talk about it on the show, or that was that before that? I think, I think this was before the, the show. The we were, black talking swan about, moments, yeah. we were talking about black swan moments, which is a a moment in time. It's the Archduke Ferdinand traced moments. to big ripples that it's made. So like when Arch. Duke Ferdinand. What they do? Take the wrong turn and got fucking assassinated. Well, he got it, but it just was one of those moments that the world was already in angst, mm-hmm. and then it just ex- because you had changing, you know, everybody was like little industrialist pukes that lived exploited by the, you know, there was all of that happening, all these new ideas. Hello, explosion. Mm-hmm. And right now, and then people, bam, World War One happened. <laughs> yes, and then it destabilized. There was a little time of all that, and then bam, World War Two happened. And now yeah. we have an angst-ridden population. Yeah. Their livelihoods are being threatened. We have huge in- income inequality. The, 
It's just it's ex- right it's for exploding. Just, we have a surveillance I think, state. I think the in in from my perspective, the black swan moment for the COVID was uh, when that cruise ship came back. Which one? Was I remember it? on the news there was this cruise ship. It had the coronavirus. They fucking had to sit on that cruise ship for weeks. Mm-hmm. Goddamn mm-hmm. cruise ships. Mm-hmm. Fucking. You're kind of anti. Dishes. You know what? I used I watch a lot of British TV. But and that was my the, my dream cruise ship is like Hercule Poirot yeah. used to go on these small boats. Yeah. That would be glorious. Yeah. I, I dig that. Mini cruises like, would be cool. Like Viking cruises, they're, they're small oh, yeah, they European company. Too, they don't yeah. have a... Because I, I don't want to yeah, be in a boat with 3,000 people. I've traveled on boats a lot. Yeah. I love boats. It's but, worse than an airplane But 3,000 people? people? Well, there's like 100 on the airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, yeah, the boats? Mm, no. But uh, sorry, my sorry, point sorry. was, my black, my black swan moment that I noticed, anyway, that I traced back to the coronavirus exploding in America, was there's... This, I saw all of a sudden on the news... That there's this cruise ship that was being quarantined for coronavirus. We barely heard about the coronavirus on the news at the time. We kind of knew it was there, but it was it was far away. It was in China. Nobody knew about it. It was we weren't as worried. Nobody was taking steps yet. And then this cruise ship <laughs> gets quarantined. And then I think it was the day after that. Bam! Airports are shut down. Travels banned. Quarantine. Lockdown. Boom! It all fucking started to snowball. Yeah. After I hear about this cruise ship being quarantined. But you know what's COVID. funny is I was studying, uh, reading about coronavirus back in October of 2019 because yeah. that's when they were starting to deal with it. So yeah. it's just, but yes, that was the moment where it's like snowball. I felt it was really weird though because almost every goddamn two or three years it's like the norovirus and then we have the fucking SARS well, outbreak, the, SARS. the swine flu. You yeah. have the fucking, uh, uh humans there's are always these goddamn, there's always these goddamn weird little viruses that come up and we're just like, oh, okay. Why haven't we ever shut down? Why haven't we ever banned travel? Why haven't we ever done the mask campaign? What the fuck is it so different about the coronavirus all of a sudden? I think it's because of, there's a lot more to it than just corona. Uh-huh. And I am the most anti-lockdown person on the entire planet. That is the dumbest single idea that any government has ever put forth. Ever, oh, they're all ever, doing ever, it now, ever, though. Ever. It's the cool thing Oh, it's the thing cool thing to do. Thing to do. <laughs> oh, it's just, I hey, think you guys want ultimate power over your people? Tell them there's a coronavirus and shut us in this, and lock everybody in their house. It's yeah. the dumbest thing in the entire universe. Oh, it's so stupid. I'm not an anti. I'm not. An, I'm not saying coronavirus isn't real. I was just joking earlier. It's just a weird conspiracy. I I come up with these weird conspiracy theories. They're not real. They're just fun to think about. Like, hey, what if I know people? What if that, fucking China? Is not hey, I'm not not taking. I got le- That's something else. Because it has impacted people, and I think that's a lot of it. Is it's about because it's a new pathogen it is impacting people mm-hmm. and i think that they've lived we have a much bigger problem in america the reason it's impacting people so much is it goes after people who are not at their most healthy state that they could yeah. be it also threatens our liberty yeah and so you have all of this like i said what is the archduke ferdinand moment brady um, i don't think we've had it yet not uh, yet it's, it's coming, coming. You oh. can feel it in the air. It's electrified. Everybody. Oh, I, 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 oh, I'm just like, I've been feeding off of it for the last two or three weeks now. Just like, come on. Any day now, Twitter's going to explode Whoa. and the world's going to explode and, and everything's going to go fucking to shit at once. And I can't wait for it because then it's the ultimate release. It's finally out there and over with. You're and not then on we deal the press, with it. And then you're not on this precipice. But that build up, ooh, that build up, it's just like when the, oh, oh, it's, it's, it's sort just of, like a, like in a song where it's just building up and building up and then you're about to get that drop, the that course sweet, is, sweet drop. A little dubstep action. Mm. Or like the song it. we had in the intro last week. So oh, oh I love that. It builds up and builds and up. And then just boom. And then, it, and then it's quiet for a second. It's the calm before the yep. storm. And then it fucking hits you. It just hits you with that wall of sound. And you get that dopamine drip. And you're just like, oh. 
Well, and give it I, to don't, me, daddy. I don't think I'm... Give it to me, song daddy. <laughs> I don't think I want the dopamine drip from the world falling completely apart, though, Brady. But it, it's, like because it's building it. up, it's the roller coaster effect, okay? it's We're going up the hill. I'm sorry. There, you can't get off now. It's the point of no return. We're going up the hill. I know. And the entire point of being on that ride is that, is that sweet, sweet drop. That, I mean, and so... I'm just gonna throw my hands up and go for the ride at this point because I I can't. You have do no anything. choice. I'm you just, can't I'm just, stop I'm anything. I'm just on the back of the coaster at this point, going, hmm. We're doing can't get off now, and then you get that ner- you're nervous. You know, every time I've gotten on a roller coaster, I've been on them. A- get it right here. It doesn't matter. I know I'm not gonna die, but you get nervous because now it's out of your control. You're going up that fucking hill. You're just you got a bar here and a seatbelt on, and you're just that's like, where our global anxiety comes mm, from. Then it's you, you out get, of our you're control. On, you're just on the ride now. You have yeah. to relinquish your control because there's nothing you can do about it. You're going down that fucking hill. And so that's where we're at right now. We're, we're going up that fucking hill and everybody's and got know. that nervous feeling in their gut. Because we, we know we can, we can do nothing at all. feel it in the air. I really can feel it in the air. Yeah. Oh, Maybe it's that's crackling. just the snow. It's just the high pressure system. It is system. snowing. It's crackling. <laughs> My corgi's but, uh, but really, guys, like it's it's building up to something. And what, what, when's it going to explode? It's going to explode soon. I don't know if people can take it much longer. The the complete hmm. repress. They're they're holding it in and they're holding it together. I think as soon as it gets a little more economically ouchy for people, because see, people are half the country is still pretty comfy. Mm-hmm. Once that discomfort trots on in, that's when you're going to start seeing things. Yeah, I think it's already creeped into everybody's life now. No, I mean, but right now we Even still have food like, to eat and stuff. People, yeah. the majority of people like, do. That par- that parade you did yesterday, that was an act of rebellion. It was totally the F.U. Because the uh, the authoritative figures wouldn't allow it. We had to kind of be subversive about it to have it anyways. Yeah. And you know what? People are probably going to come on and yell at me that I was part of the problem and spread corona. You know what? Every time you go to the store, you spread corona. Also, yep. I went to the doctor Wednesday and I have a 100% clean bill of health, so shut it. <laughs> I And that's the problem. And I don't mean to be flippant about it, but what makes me mad is you do not stop life. Because something is bad, you find a way to fix it. Exactly. And you know what? You can't fix an airborne viral par- pathogen. You can't. You Got to relinquish your control. You do. Because we can't control it. And I am very as careful. much as we try to lock down and wear masks. It's like you just. We're really just before, prolonging the inevitable. And before you take your moral high horse, I go to the store once a month. People, I do not <laughs> go in where people are. I would prefer I, to. I have, we go to the store regularly. Well, whatever. but I'm just talking about I have augmented my life a lot, and actually I enjoy it, to try not to be part of the problem on this. Yeah. The people that are the most noisy are the ones that fucking Target all the time buying 4,000 things. <laughs> fucking Target. Nobody needs anything from Target right well, now. I don't even care if you like Target, but it's like don't preach to people about things, and then you're out shopping every day. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Don't, and see, I don't care if you do that, but the, that parade was the biggest joyfulest F you to the people... Because we couldn't do it under the banner of any of our businesses because they're all scared to death of liability. So we all did it as private citizens, and it was so glorious. I, th- I think the the trace amounts of residual THC stuck in my brain forever Okay. are talking to me. Okay. Because I just had this idea. You had an idea? I got another I- a high idea. A high? <laughs> and I'm not even stoned. <laughs> no, it's the coffee. But well, I, I broke really want to make a. I really want to make a computer virus okay. that's called the coronavirus. Okay. And it just takes over your whole computer and just shows the picture of the coronavirus and just locks you out. It just bounces but around like a screensaver But it spreads through Twitter. <gasps> so, like, you're not social distancing on Twitter, so you get the coronavirus. 
It'd be, it'd be poetic. Okay, if someone's listening to this that's, like, spying on us, Brady does not have any sort of coding skill I at all. I have no idea how to so code. So if someone does this, he didn't do it. I'm going to disclaim it Put it this way. Back on MySpace, I had to go and, like, copy and paste the fucking uh, HTML code to make my background green or whatever the Aww. fuck. I didn't bother Oops, to fucking geez. learn it a little bit. I, 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 I saw some patterns every once in a while, but I didn't give a fuck. I, I'm, no, I'm not interested in coding. It seems really boring. I don't care. Well, you like video games, so you have a yeah, respect for coding. Yeah, but I don't want to go make a video game. <laughs> no, but you have a respect for it. I do absolutely respect it, but I know I'm not going to do I it. I do so. a fair bit. I'm not going to make a fucking virus, as fun as it is a joke about. It's the high-risk. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. good. No, well, and... But, you know, it'd just be poetic if somebody did. That... <laughs> I'm just I just saying. hate because how- it basically would force us to uh, uh, reflect the ridiculous protocols we took in lockdown, um, but reflect it onto social media too. Yeah. And now we have to social distance on social media. It'd be perfect. Oh, that's true. Because then we would see the absurdity in that's it. That's the ultimate. Because that's where we're, we're all staring into the black mirror. So if the black mirror reflects reality accurately, then we see the absurdity. But the problem is the black mirrors don't uh, reflect reality no, they in, reflect in a realistic fantasy. way. They reflect reality. However, the fuck the uh, the the arbiters want it to it's be. It's augmented by the marketers' algorithms. Yeah. Reality. Yeah. Well, and I guess that's just it. Is I I get so mad. My anxiety comes from people not respecting other human beings' rights to exist. Okay, mm-hmm. and they're then they buy into the all of these tropes and they project judgment on people while engaging in habits and activities that are just as destructive, mm-hmm. with no sort of like reflection at all. Just I'm being morally superior, and it's like, I, I, when is it going to blow? Soon. Oh. It's got to be soon. It's, How long can we keep the build-up going? I yeah. don't know. The build-up is... it's. Nobody likes a goddamn techno song that builds up for 20 <laughs> minutes and then has one drop. No, fuck that shit. No. It's a wave, man. You build up for 30 seconds and then drop it. And, we oh, haven't... and then, you, then you build more tension slowly through the fucking drop and then... I was hoping we learned that lesson in the last century when we fought each other twice in 20 years, but I have a feeling, guys. (laughs) History repeats itself, I have a feeling we all haven't fought with each other for a long time. Yeah, not really. Is it going to be a digital Mm. war, or we've been at one of those for a while? I don't Um, know. People are so It's going to be an amalgamation. I don't like it. Boots on the ground. Me and you saw the other day this train going by with like 100 fucking Humvees and medical vehicles and military vehicles on this train and going south, and we're like, what the fuck? That's not normal. I don't see that often. Usually only in, Tom in, says in, they in, move that. Oh, my husband's in the military for many, 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 many years, yeah. and he what said that he they move though? those things at night. Usually, that they're moving it in the daytime is not a good sign. That's not a good sign. No, and, and we also, know that uh, you know the National Guard is building up for something for civil if unrest. You, if you get on the um, the Armed Forces Twitter page, why the fuck does the Armed Forces have Twitter pages? They've always had propaganda recruitment. Pages. Come on, but if you get on there, you can tell something's good. There's something going on, mm. and we're like I said, I think I made this prediction on the show, but I'll say it again. Um, a Democrat is about to be in office. You know what that means? It means we're about to get flooded with action movies. True. Literally sponsored by the armed forces. True. In order to make the military look cool. Ooh. And, and, and uh, so we're about to get flooded by that because the Democrats are some, usually in bed with the weapons industry. So Mr. Johnson and Jason yeah. Statham and all those uh, exactly. guys are going to be in a we're lot of get, shows. We're going to get a lot of the Marine expendi- movies. And the Expendables, Expendables Part 54. And those movies are literally sponsored by the armed forces. You can trace the money Well, so are video, there's video, video games. Video games do the yeah, same they, thing. They, Call they, of Duty. You can't yeah. tell me the fucking Navy doesn't throw money. I feel like it's also training people for tactics. And... Conditioning, yeah, definitely. There's some conditioning. Well, um, there there actually was video games out there that they, uh, they used for I think training, was, yeah. I, maybe it was the CIA, but one of the armed forces um, sponsored this video game, and like if you were super super good at it, like they had these tournaments, yeah, and they would actually um, 
basically run a recruiting campaign on you if you were in like the top 100 people on the game. It was interesting. Yeah. And it worked. A lot of those people joined the military. Well, you we're talking about young people. Like they, they were recruiting basically teenagers and conditioning them to national be in the national. Do is it is just what they, it is. You know, you have to get Cultivate the smart and young yeah. to work for them. It is just how it works. But um, my point is, is like something's brewing, something's going on. When the military prep, when my defense stocks after dropping for an entire year and staying low, when it starts to go back up, I get a little nervous. Hmm. And there, that's half the reason I bought defense stocks because I thought Trump was going to start World War Three. You didn't think he'd so be anti-war? Like, I don't like World War Three, but at least I can make a little bit of money off of the fighter jets being. That sold. was the Whoop most dee-doo. American thing you've ever said. Yeah, I mean, really, come on, capitalism. Yeah. That's yeah. how capitalism works. <laughs> I saw, I saw a thing and I exploded. Guess what? I made the wrong call. Trump was actually anti-war. Who would have He's not abrasive enough to have anybody launch any missiles. So, eh, I was I made a I made a poor choice adjustment, but I still held on to those because I'm like, it, it, you, if you anything, are, it will be stable eventually and go back up. You are is, a, a part it, of the 99 percent. You have there's to always going to be fighter jets when you do stocks. Exactly. You don't get to do execute quick. There's trades. always going to be You'll fighter never beat jets. The algorithm. So I figured that it would be a, a safe bet. Well, it fucking plummeted and it pissed me off. But now it's going back up, and that's what's scary because now I can use it as an indicator. So you're basically what companies you purchase and their equities is your barometer of how things are in the mm-hmm. world. So that, that's half the reason I'm holding on to those mm. is because it's a good indicator of uh, military activity in the world. Because if they're selling fighter jets, something's going on. Well, and also crypto. Like, because I, I, yeah. I, yeah, that, that world Ooh, is. Me and David were talking about that a little bit. Oh, were you? Um, David's his wife's yeah, we were talking. We were talking about uh, just some markets going up. The gold market's being really weird right now. It's and, being very weird. Um, we're, you know the we rich, talking about how government manipulate that market. We were talking though. about how governments will crash one market so that they can invest in that market and then crash the market everybody else went to so that the market they just bought into That's what they did in 2017 to crypto. The big exactly. banks crashed it so they could so buy in. So there may be a reason crypto's exploding because gold's going down, crypto's going up. Well, Gold was just at an all-time high. But it's starting to go down, and that makes me wonder, is the government investing in gold now? Well, let me tell you something that I learned. Okay, so PayPal sent me that email about they are going to let you start doing crypto on PayPal, right? Well, the whole point of crypto is that you are in control of the keys, okay? It's like, snowing pretty hard. Uh, it is. And so when I went to PayPal to look at how this worked, because I'm interested, right? Mm-hmm. They hold it for you. You don't oh, have the keys. Yeah, yeah. It's a completely different mechanism. And so I'm thinking, wait a minute. So all these people are going to think they're holding crypto. But the whole point of it is so that you had full control. Some, de- you know. Exactly. And it's not that at all. No, it's been. So that means that. that infiltrated. When you, well, like I said, the, the lovely ladies in suburbs are now jumping on that train. That's another bubble. We had the speculative bubble in 2017. And then the banks used that to crash it so they could get on, on it. Mm-hmm. The last three years, they've been a creating an infrastructure so they can exploit this. Because they see it's not going away. Because Bitcoin's been out 13 years now. Yep. So I think. It's just going to be like any other market. And it's going to be manipulated. And it's going to be bought into. And I'm and not going to cry about it. I've made quite a bit of money. But it's but, just uh, I, it's just weird, though. It just makes me wonder. like, um, If we see gold plummet, that means the government's going to buy a bunch of gold. Well, they may and if the government markets. buys a bunch of gold, guess what? They're going to boost that. But anytime something plummets, you can believe... Investors are going to jump on it, as long as it's something that isn't a threat of disappearing. So gold is never going to disappear. So if the price fucking drops tremendously on gold, guess what? Everyone's going to fucking jump and buy gold, and that's going to inflate the bubble again. It's going to go right back up. Well, and I think everything's cyclical. People are going to make money. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying how it works. Everything's cyclical, cyclical, though, Brady. And that's just my thing with all of this is at what point – right now, because of the ability of the computing power we have, the, the communicating power we have, it's going so fast. 
You can't keep, like before you would get out the newspaper. Oh, there's gold is destabilized. You know what yeah, I mean? By now then you're like three days too late. Now it's just like <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Yeah. It's happening so fast. It's I don't the, the stock exchange is, is is measured in microseconds. Yeah, it's bananas. Um, I it's done by robots. I, I don't know if we can invest in Starlink yet or not, but he the the whole all these satellites Elon Musk is is launching. He's trying to give the world high speed internet everywhere, like Wi Fi. Okay. That's so cool. But if that happens, he's also going to make a fuckload of money off the stock exchange because he's going to be able to make their, their little data transfer even faster. He also that's part he, of the, he that's needs part of the, the money from the idea of even having it to get in the money to create yeah. it, to launch all, it. Like, it's so all of those money-making schemes are to, to get to Mars, guys. He's admitted it. So <laughs> he just wants Help to Elon get to Mars, motherfuckers. Let's do it. I want to see someone go to Mars. That would be like way more interesting that in than virus. Scary. Those headlines will be way better. I just want to see people on the moon. That's happening. They're sending motherfuckers to the moon. We're in another space race again. I said it before. I don't know why. What the fuck? We know there's nothing up there other than some asteroids we can mine in like 35 years. Well, maybe. there's water up there now, we know. <laughs> and then there's uh, there's got to be radioactive mm-hmm. and plenty of elements galore that they can exploit and use for stuff, I'm sure. Well, it makes sense to put... Okay. They finally pulled their head out of their ass and went, we got to put a base on the moon. The reason I want to put a base on the moon, it's a lot easier to launch in low gravity. It takes yes. a lot less resources. So if we can get enough resources up on the moon, it can be a, a jumping point to farther destinations like Mars. Well, and also the ISS... So it makes sense. It's awesome as it is. It's been in orbit for 20 years it's now. It's going to fall apart. amazing the motherfucker's going to fall We patch soon. it all the time. Plus, it's yeah. at risk of getting smacked all the time by yeah. space debris. There's just a lot going they on. They also found extremophages uh, living on the space station that have been there for years in the goddamn cold vacuum of space. Oh, one of my favorite books is about, you know, companies... We pay for our... We use... Uh, corporations send samples of up to the ISS for study in a no-gravity environment. Mm-hmm. So all sorts of shit has been sent there oh, yeah. for the last 20 years. I love the studies they did on can we actually even like have sex and reproduce naturally in space. In space. And Who volunteered for trivia? That's what I mean. They really fucking probably had astronauts fucking each other. But I, 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 I picture it. It's like all scientific. There's nothing like erotic about it at all. Just like, oh, we gotta do it's this. It's for the greater good. We gotta put this strap around here and just kind of... <laughs> That's fucking a glorious mental image of the most awkward sex anyone's ever conceived. Yeah, that's like oh, a, that's like it. an eighties movie, oh, the two virgins. It. That's something. why isn't there a, like a sitcom? <laughs> they should have a sitcom or a chick about flick, the ISS. A chick flick about space sex, <laughs> starring Matthew McConaughey. I know there's a porno about it. Somewhere <laughs> else, a chick flick. Matthew McConaughey and uh, the bitch that did those alien movies. Oh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just a glorious, funny-ass picture in my mind about it. And on that note, I feel like we I don't want to end yet because there's still something to talk about. You know what? We're not... By the way, guys, precursor, we're not going to do an episode uh, for a couple weeks coming up, so I think the next two are going to be a little long, I think, if we can. Well, this yeah. one's two hours. I want to keep it going a little he's bit. Still, I still have some points to make. Okay, you can't... So well, some points to make. Yeah, the... the it's going to take a while. The last to do Sunday in this, December but. and the first Sunday in... in um, January. January, we're taking a vacation. Yeah. I love the meme that's, um, it shows like the very last minute of 2020. Yeah. Like a date. And it's got the guy just staring at it. And then it shows it rolls over to like, uh, Month 13, day one oh God. of 2020. It's like Groundhog Day. Just keeps yeah, yeah, going. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just keeps going. And then the guy has like an ex- excited face. Should we use that as a thumbnail? That would be a perfect That's thumbnail. That's great. It's yeah. coming up on the end of the year. I mean, so. we're calling this sub Guys, we made it. So. We did make it through 2020, most of us. We did. I, uh, there, rest in peace to all that have died. And actually, I <sighs> wish people... 
Because not everybody makes it out alive. Yeah, that's good. And also, it's sad to me. I'm sorry that people died of the Rona. I mean, I I really am. I I have to break it to you, though, people. If you don't already know. A, what the fuck? Where have you been? B, nobody makes it out alive. No. None of us. We're all going to die. We are. You gotta embrace your mortality. It's we're, time is such a limited resource on this planet, where most forces of nature try to just eliminate you. And that we—it's like a big game show. I swear to God. And that we have gone so long <laughs> without some sort of tornadoes. mass um, virus hurting us is kind of awesome. Yeah. Like it was inevitable. Hundred years made it. Hundred years, guys. It's been a glorious century. It is. But here we are again. <laughs> Unfortunately, they couldn't. They didn't have podcasts in. The 1800s or whatever, or the early 1900s. So they had penny novels, no <sighs> serials. I think well, that that's also another thing too. Is a lot less people have died of the Rona in this decade or this century than would have died if we had had the same type of mechanism even 50 or 70 yeah. years ago because of our advances. So I mean, we could look at it from a positive. That's positive what I'm aspect. trying to do now. Yeah. I mean, we've been negative a lot of this podcast. I want to let's flip it positive, guys. We we made it a hundred years between With, the last. Real pandemic, like the Spanish flu, hasn't it been 100 years? Well, that was 100 years. There's been other things. Yeah, but the, the, the major, major pandemics, like on a on a scale like a the global Spanish pandemic. Because yeah, SARS, mostly... I, SARS was coronavirus, by the way. But it was it was regionalized <laughs> to yeah. mostly Asia, yeah. so that one stayed um, there. Oh, that's the other thing Alex Jones was saying was like, or maybe it wasn't Alex Jones, but people were saying like. Uh, they they tried to make a coronavirus vaccine with SARS and it didn't work, and the animal trials were horrible effects. And then you want to tell me this one's safe after nine months? That's... I don't know. I'm it's scared. It's giving me pause scared, to guys. wonder because there's a lot of stuff. I'm nervous. Like, okay. did it happen because there wasn't all this regulatory burden? I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know if I trust that. Because you know what? Companies have been going to third world countries, or excuse me, developing nation countries for years and having labs where there is no regulations for a long time to do their research. So I don't know if I necessarily buy that argument. Yeah. I'm I just nervous. We didn't have a... We're, I just don't feel very informed. And how can we give informed consent on something we're not informed about? I don't think like, they're even just, informed on it. We barely get any scientific data on this thing. They did nine months of trials when typically it takes five years and possible nefarious third world country testing. And also, when what did they say? 99.98% of us are going to be just fine? Mm-hmm. So why is there this massive yeah, push? I'm like not that. trying to disparage all who have no, died, but what I'm trying to that. say is like the survival rate is insanely high for this virus. It's not much different than the influenza that we experience every year. So doesn't year. that make anybody have, like, a huge skepticism? Like mm-hmm. it, it makes me more positive about the coronavirus, oh, knowing, knowing that I'm privileged and lucky enough to be in the class of people who aren't going to die from it. In fact, I've probably already had it and survived it. Uh, Where we're going from this, I don't know. It's hard to predict. I just, we've got to come out of this, you guys. We made it through 2020. And it's been, like, uh, according to the memes, the shittiest year in it ever. And I think that that's maybe Ryan and Brady's point. I don't know. I'll speak for you in this one. Is that we don't want the angst to boil over into something we Mm. won't come out of. Yeah. Because if we have global conflict, a lot less of us are going to come out of that. We've been watching. uh, I have a lot. And I showed Katie these videos of this guy who would go around um, four or five years ago. He went around this like university and just did these weird pranks. Like he would sing these random parody songs based on YouTube comments. And it was, it was great. wonderful. Angry just picnic. goes up to random strangers and with, I don't know if it had consent or not, like the, the cop show or not, but like, like reality shows get actual consent and then frame it as reality. But I don't think he did, but he'd go around and do these weird pranks or like he'd have a random guitar and go to the Santa Monica beach and just like start serenading, serenading people, people randomly. It was funny. And, and it made us realize is like, 
that guy's having a lot of fun. And the people and that this was years too. ago. We used to have fun. Do you guys remember fun? Let's get back to fun. Let's have fun. Yes. I think this summer, Katie and I are gonna we're gonna string up our acoustic guitars and yes. we're gonna go and uh, we're gonna just go and have fun. We we're gonna to go to the fun. Coeur d'Alene Beach on the lake and uh, serenade people. We're gonna serenade Probably get punched. people. We might get stabbed. It's okay. And this is North Idaho. There's a good possibility that we might get shot. somebody who is concealing a firearm might actually pull that firearm on us. But we're not going to do it in a rude, nefarious way. No, we're not. It's going to be fun. Like, obviously, it's going to be clearly fun. So that I think people are forgetting. Even, how I don't to even have think fun. we'll piss people off. It will make them like uncomfortable. But I feel like that's we're the supposed, whole point. <laughs> well, that's what I feel like people are forgetting to have fun because we're supposed to be so serious all the time. Yeah. Like, even in your own house, they want you to be masked up in your own house and like. Scared to death. And cancel Christmas and cancel Thanksgiving, yeah, even though I don't agree with those traditions anyway. They're kind of weird, but regardless, they're trying to like force this control over us, and it's not okay. Well, and people through fear. Need it's fun, all through fear. Fun is a release, fear. and if you're not engaging in that type mm -hmm. of biochemical release, you're stuck in that cortisol loop, and that mm -hmm. is not a fun place I, to be. I feel like that virus is worse than like fear is this is the is the spreading mechanism of a different virus right now, you guys. Yeah, fear is a different virus. So it's on top of the coronavirus. We have this fear virus that's going around like it's it's spreading worse. It's so hateful. You want to talk about super spreader? Turn the news off. I've said it time and time again. Yeah. Turn the fucking news off. And uh, guess what? The world around you is a lot different. Yeah. Log out of Facebook so you're not reading stuff spread by your yeah. friends all the time and just kind of exist. I, I take a break every Sunday when we record this podcast all day from social media. And it feels great. Also. And when I get home, I the only social media I do is like. I don't look at anything. I just post our stuff. And it's like every Sunday is my sabbatical from social media. And I love it. Other than posting promotions for the episodes that we do. That's all I do. It's an unfortunate but I requirement. Know, well, yeah, it is. <laughs> and if I, you have you a know. pet, like I have a corgi in my lap right now. It's kind of yeah, nice. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah, hug hug, hug a, your pets. Hug a pet. Hug your fucking family. Fuck the virus. Just hug your family, you guys. Come on. We That's all we have at the end of the day. Well, we have us. And common sense. That's all sense. we have is us. If you have an aunt who has diabetes and is a little overweight, don't go see her if you've been at a box store. Mm -hmm. I totally understand Makes sense. that. Be, just yeah. be smart and be careful. But don't don't, let don't give in to this, this control scheme they've run on us. Come yeah, on. I know it's happening. We can't deny it. Don't give in. I'm not going to deny the virus, but what I am going to say is you can't deny the fact that... Uh, they're using it they're, to exploit. They're exploiting it for control. They always do this shit. And, and you know, and they I know try I to sound think, crazy when I say they. No, but it's just people in charge of other people. They yeah. always think they know what's best for you, and they don't. They don't. Why do we let them say that what's best for us when we can decide? What we should let them do is speak for us after we've decided together. That's what they're supposed to be for. Well, that was You guys the realize that government's a tool to be used, right? Let's use them as properly. It's like when you when you... How pissed off does OSHA get when you misuse a tool at work and it's unsafe? Well, our tool is being misused, the tool of the government. is being misused and in consent. unsafe ways. You're supposed to have those people are supposed to represent <coughs> you in this country. Yeah, where's all the consent? And they're they're just, just doing things. They're autonomous And they're talking now. to you like they're some sort of authoritarian in charge of you. Like, you go to your room <laughs> if you're not behaving. <laughs> you go to your room without dinner. And I'm like, You've who been a bad, are bad boy. you? Who okay, are yes, you? daddy. Yes, daddy, don't spank me again. And I have no problem respecting people that have more education than me on certain things. What I have a bigger problem with is that when those people think that they know exactly what's right for yeah. me just because they're in a position that we allowed them to be in. Yeah. There's a huge difference they got, between They those got things. us in the doggy style position now. They do. And they're ramming yeah. it right up our ass. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. Don't listen, it's, Cora. Sorry. That's not for Cora. Uh, virgin dog ears. I'm sorry, pupper. <laughs> She's like, oh um, my God. But seriously, guys, it's like. We can get through this. We're going to get through this. I'm being optimistic now. 
It stopped snowing even as I said that. So. Good. See, we just had to get through the we work through. And this is what's good about dialogue. Dialogue with people. Find people you can have actual conversations with and work your, all through those things that maybe you don't think you can say because someone might turn you into the Corona police. <laughs> and just talk about stuff because on the other end of cathars, you know, cathartic purge, you're going to feel better. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to wake up tomorrow maybe. And you're going to have. It's highly people. likely. It's highly likely you're going to wake up tomorrow. Yes. And, and it's a new day, right? Yes. And we're coming into a new, a new year. Day. It's about to be a new year. Whether that actually means anything or not, we'll see. But remember the attitude we had coming into 2020? We're all like, oh, this is going to be way better than 2019. I don't, yeah. know, well, I don't even know what, I don't even remember what was wrong in 2019 that everybody was so excited to be. For some reason, there this mental health crisis we've been in for like the fucking past 10 years is insane. Oh, that is a big And problem. we were really looking forward to this 2020 year. I don't know why everybody thought this was going to be the golden year, and then it fucking subverted our expectations We got wieners massively. left by 2020. We got wieners. 2020 bent us over, and, and we've been completely raped. Yeah, it was We gave no consent to, to no, this virus, okay? It was bad. But we should still have the option to give consent to the government on what they do about the virus, but we had none of that either. They just started doing things. And people do you remember saying, voting? I don't. I didn't vote for this. Well, and people keep saying that everybody's being so selfish. I my my experience has been the otherwise. If someone comes up to an individual and says, "Will you help me?" Most people help. Oh uh, yeah. So I don't get this idea, have, this narrative that we're all a bunch of jerk faces. It's like, nah. My friends at Corona, I remember going and getting hay for them and all sorts. I think that, and not because I'm some special person. I think most of us want to help and be good. Mm-hmm, I do. think it's inherent. Not all of us. Mm-hmm. There are certain people that aren't, but. That's why a lot of us wear our mask. We don't complain. I still, I wear the mask. Okay. I, I think it's a, it feels so ridiculous. It really does. It's so out of our comfort zone as humans to do that. But when I go to like Walmart or something, it's like. I don't know what I have, and there are high-risk people here, so let's put my fucking mask on. I shut up and do it. I'm not anti It's annoying. It's itchy and hot and, and moist. And I resent not being able to ask questions about a protocol without being yeah, told I, that I, I have to people. question that, that bothers me more than the mask itself. Exactly. Well, that's the Twitter thing. I I'm a Nazi, and I hate people. Oh, apparently. that's right. So, I forgot know. that I'm in the same room as a Hitler youth, so... <laughs> apparently, I am a Hitler... Apologist. apologist. I believe that's the exact words the guy he used. He called you a Hitler apologist? A Hitler apologist. Did he really? Because apparently his reading comprehension skills are just not there. He never a learned Hitler them. A Hitler apologist would be someone actually apologizing for Hitler's policies. Not, not. saying he had leadership skills. <laughs> I, just, I just commented on the leadership skills. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I keep people. coming back to this. It was just the highlight of my week. You were pretty apparently. excited about it when you told me about yeah, it. The real highlight of my leaf was watching the, the, the eggnog video. Eggnog. We, me and Katie had a really fun time watching... We did. Uh, An ordinary angry things. picnic was that his name? Yeah, angry picnic. Get on, look up, just look up Mary Ho Ho eggnog on YouTube. You yep, won't regret it. It's the first one, song. it's the Fetty Wap uh, six seven nine parody. It's really good with the guy in an elf costume. It's fucking golden. He has dance. I might skills. just link that in the comments. I think we might have. We should. It we haven't may, linked anything in the comments it, in a because you know what, guys. Feeling good is much better than being scared and angry yeah, all the time. Because it's a fun little video. The guy goes up and, and sings this crazy Christmas song about ho ho eggnog. And he dances. And then and then we, uh, playing this video game Just Cause for. Oh. Um, yes. Ironically, it is. It's about uh, standing up to an authoritative regime. It's great. It's wonderful. And you get but you blow shit up. It's very cathartic. The whole up. game, I call it uh, Boom Boom the Game. That's what it is. Because the entire point of the game is to, to instill chaos. In order for the uh, the oppressed people to rise up. But it feeds that need without actually hurting anybody. Yeah, I it's, love the, video it's games. just digital. Yeah. I'm hurting a lot of digital people, though. Hmm. 
Like the other day, I, I tethered a, a random scientist yeah. to a rocket and then set the rocket off, and it went pretty high and blew up. It okay, some armchair psychologist is probably saying, not only are you a Hitler apologist, oh, you're I'm also, also a, a viol- psychotic uh, criminal I'm that needs to arbiter. be dealt with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you need to be dealt with. <laughs> that <laughs> debate has been going on since Mario came out, the whole video it's games and violence debate. debate. I love that debate. It's so wonderful. Well, I love the debate because it's itself, so arbitrary but it's just too. So people have been hurting people since they've existed. <laughs> yeah. How is video game? It's just, I, you know what? If you like lot, let someone stay in their basement room for twenty years and they have violent proclivities, something might happen. Well, guess what? It's weird. If you get them hooked on the video game, they're probably not going to leave the basement. Yeah, just throw them some Cheetos once. Guess in a while. what? Yes, the law of diminishing returns is a real thing. It happens in video games. You get bored with the concept after a while. Guess what? They're always coming out with the next best thing in video games. It's glorious. You're never going to have the urge to go out and actually murder anybody because you fucking play Grand Theft Auto too much. Oh, I don't know. There's some mob somewhere that's got an entire Facebook group on that. There's Facebook groups for everything. You know what? Right now, my teenagers... There's a Facebook group of Christians against dinosaurs, for God's sake. (gasps) Yay! Birds aren't real. That one's fun. Birds aren't real. That was clearly a satire, but it's fun. It's still neat. I have a whole bunch of teenagers playing video games right now all over my house. Oh, they're going to go out and kill people now. I know. And they're also firearms experts. I'm doing my part. They're definitely going to go out and kill people. I, oh my god, the Christian coalition would hang you. I know. Or, Holy shit. I don't them care. Them soccer moms are going to come for you any day now. I'll blow them kisses while they kick the chair off of under my news. <laughs> Firearms and violent video games. They're out there playing Call of Duty, I bet you. You know, they were playing the NBA game. Oh, that's not so bad. But oh then, no, they're they have the now they have the proclivity to go play basketball. Yeah, but then violent it was re- basketball. Oh, and you know what? My children are minorities too. <laughs> Dang it. There's a food desert somewhere. <laughs> oh my god, somewhere. it's a perfect storm. I know. Run and hide. I know. Oh. I'm scared for them now. I'm going to say this again, like I said it last week. Let he who is With without a- sin cast the first hashtag. Yep. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wonderful quote now. And I, and I'm going to steal that forever. I also we should think have a t-shirt. We should. Ooh, hashtag. I want to be a hashtag. We will have merch eventually. Bort Jorts. Bort Jorts. Yeah. Oh, you guys don't even know. Oh, my God. On my wife's stream. Bort Jorts. She was playing Watch Dog Legions, which is another game about uh, citizens rising up against a totalitarian regime. I see a pattern here. I do, too. What What is going on here? There's a lot of video games coming out recently about... uh, Totalitarianism. Oh, you know what? That's weird. We had this big wave of games about zombie outbreak, zombie virus outbreaks, then coronavirus. Now there's a big surge of video games about people rising up against a totalitarian regime. Don't, Brady. I'm a little scared. Hmm. Go back, life, to, talking, go back to talking. Go back to talking about board shorts. Board shorts. So we, my wife's streaming this game. Uh, she steals this boat, and I just was being a weirdo. It's just I said Bort, B-O-R-T, Bort. Because it's just a fun way to say boat. History was made. History was made, you guys. History Don't even understand the board shorts. Made. Okay, and then it sounds fucking weird because you have no idea the context. But guess what? I'm gonna fill you in. Yeah. So she gets in this boat and she's she's fucking. We make things are exploding left and right. People drive. are shooting at her we and she's her. she can't drive a boat to no. save her life in a video nope. game and it's great. She's a wonderful gamer. Trust me, it's fucking entertaining as all hell. The check controls her out. Chris are gamer, K R Y S C A T. I thought it was K A T. K A T. No, it's cat with C. I think. Is it? You, you can look I, that up. I'm I want to plug right her. Right now. I want to plug her in more ways. Tell about one. the board shorts <laughs> while I look it up. I don't. No. No. Control yourself. Sorry. 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 Anyway, board shorts. So. She's driving this boat, and I was like, just being a smart ass in the chat, and I was like, Bort, because it's a fun way to say boat. Yep. Because I, I like memes, and I'm but just then a weirdo. My I'm just a I... weirdo, let's put it that way. So her, Katie and her cousin are also in the chat. We ran with it. And they, they, it hadn't caught on yet, no. the Bort thing. I didn't think it was even going to. Nope. It's just the thing. Randy and I, I saw like, it. I was like, Bort. Yep. And I was like, 
I need some. I, I need to wear jorts on my board. Board jorts. Yeah, board jorts. Because <laughs> jorts are jean shorts, by the way. And then know. we did every. If you're movie not, title. Uh, if you're one of them plebs and you don't understand, you know, culture or something, I don't know, whatever. It's, I said board jorts, and it fucking exploded. And all of a sudden, we're making fun of movie titles with board and jort. Yes. So, like for example, like um, board of jort two, lost in New York. Yep. New York. We did them all. So it's all, all of them. Too. All uh, of Marvel. Bort, all of Star Jorts, Wars. Star Wars. We just fucking went down the list. It was actually really hard with those two words to come up with movie and titles, then we but did, it was glorious. And then we did phrases. Phrases. But we now, just started Bort Jort and the hell out of everything. So, so um, we probably have some Bort Jort. She, she will probably have Bort Jort merch available. And it's K-R-Y-S-K-A-T. Yeah. And we're probably sound like weirdos now. We don't care. No, I don't even think anyone gives I don't even think anybody cares about Bort Jort, but we told them. I'm telling you about board It can jorts. be an inside thing. We all know yeah. how people who listen to stuff like their little inside jokes yes. and memes and whatnot. We, um, we will start our own eventually. Twenty nine ninety five, I think, is still a meme for me. I use it all the time. But once we talked about that, I started seeing it everywhere. All these fucking. I keep now. I'm getting Facebook ads left and right. If you want to know the secret to marketing your podcast, I'm like fuck off. Or like I'm the one with the secrets, bitch. You pay me twenty nine ninety five. Or like the ads to YouTube videos. It's like. <laughs> For only twenty nine ninety five, you can get the secret to growing your audience. It's yeah, like here's a little secret: suck my dick and fuck off. <laughs> I don't want to hear your ads. Okay, God damn. Sorry, I'm. I hate these ads. I, 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 I no, I really think do. you secretly like them, and this is why you're protesting so much. <laughs> oh, I love them. Yeah. Oh, I love them. I think he wants himself a piece of ad. content. Uh, yeah, piece of ad space. Give me that ads. ad space, Daddy. Yeah, I, God, I feel give like me that ad space. You're digging the ads. Hot, hot ad space. Yeah. Bend it over. Oh my god. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done I with think, that. We're gonna go on. I think We're gonna move we, on. No. I, I still don't want to end that episode because I needed this. Like I'm feeling great now. You seem a little I came in today a little down, know. a little sore, my ibuprofen kicked in. I don't my know brain, if you noticed my, Brady's my tone fired. has elevated over the yeah. course of the last two and a half hours. So this I'm our podcast great. is therapy to us. I don't and that's why we do oh, it. Oh, it lets me get all this stupid shit out of my brain. Well, and it, we then I can better. absorb more throughout the week to give you guys an endless content of, of absurdity. I love it. We give our content away for free because we care about. <sighs> can we people. talk about aliens again, real quick. Then? Okay, let's do it. I'm sorry, we I didn't know. touch on aliens enough today. Um, because you guys, in the midst of all this craziness happening in the world, there's something about aliens. This there's week. also all these weird things about, uh, like Israel. Like just a few days ago, was like uh, Israel. Yes. The Israel's government yes. was like. The Aliens are real and Trump fucking knows about it. The and then this guy right here, right here. I read stopped, this. Please Former Israeli out. space security chief says extraterrestrials exist and Trump knows about it. Mm-hmm. So, like. And there's an also awesome picture of a satellite. And also, seen. a Galactic Federation has been waiting for humans oh, to yeah, reach that's a stage the stage where we understand. What, what, that's the new meme of the space today. The is the Galactic the, Federation. There's a Galactic Federation. Guys, we're part of it. Yeah. We don't even know we're part of it. But we're part of it. And Do you I think this, they ordered the lockdown? Is that what happened? I don't know. I got really excited when I read this argu- this article, though, because he's a, like, they're trying to automatically, they used to be able to say, oh, that person's mentally ill. But then because the government has ac- actually acknowledged RSAs and other governments that there is phenomenon, yep. then they can't it's just say out. that it's now. coming out. Guys. I know. I guys. Know. We're about to find out if aliens are real. Oh, and then look at another monoliths. More monoliths Monoliths. in the news this week, too. I don't know why. People people went hard with that thing. I don't know. Started out in Utah. If you guys guys aren't aware of the monoliths. Seriously, where are you? I'm I'm, I'm running this podcast under the assumption that you guys don't live in boxes, okay? Memes. I I really hope to God you guys understand these things, okay? (laughs) But like... There, there's these random metallic monoliths popping up. You don't know what a monolith is. It's like this just weird square tower. I don't it's know. It's a phallic. It's a. Ph- it's very phallic. Very phallic. Very phallic. Um, Always. 
they just keep now they're just all of a sudden popping up everywhere. But they're not just in normal spots. They're in these weird remote locations that would be now, impossible Utah to just move the damn and thing Romania? to easily. Let's look at this. It's here. not like there's any like um, tire tracks from cranes or anything. Video it's, like, it's very odd. These things are popping up. I think it was. I think it was uh, uh, a nod to uh, twenty two thousand one, a space odyssey. Man, have we passed two thousand one, and it did not happen like it said in that movie. By the way, that movie is dated. This one's by an ancient Roman Romanian fortress. Oh. Ooh, this one has the grinder marks in it, the little grinder circles. Did somebody make it? Just for this yeah, one has that, bad welds. Yeah, that one is Holy definitely shit, human constructed. Ba- goddamn that garage one, welder, armchair that's welder. That's somebody threw on there for fun. They yeah. were no, it's, to... they're obviously not. They're obviously made by humans. And yeah, that was it's totally... an art project. I think this I is like it's... a social art project. Oh, well, Banksy's know. probably doing it's it. It's like the what? There was something else recently that was like that. The spread the Area Fifty One invade Area Fifty One thing. Oh, that yeah. was fuck. And that even. <laughs> That what actually the fuck spread is more on? than the people probably yeah. intended. Because God, that, can we go back to 2019 when, when like the biggest thing when was Naruto there, running into the oh area? Oh my 50 god, that was up. glorious! I loved. That. I want to go back. I want to. I want to take a no, trip down. No, we're memory going lane. forward, guys. We need this. We need to go down memory lane for a second because oh, okay. uh, 2020 has been a year, man. It's just and I keep watching these things from like from days of old now. Like <laughs> the 2015 parody, of like the guy walking Andrew. around colleges and getting people's faces. Man, we used. To, remember when we could do that and then nobody was scared of dying. Remember when you could do comedy and not be in fear that you were going to be doxxed? Remember when you could do comedy? Period. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because people like, could gather in crowds bigger than ten. Or you could go to movies. I, my daughters had this beautiful dance recital, Christmas dance recital. Their dance class finally culminated into into a final thing, and uh, they only allowed a, a gathering of ten parents total. I was me and my my baby boy were the only ones allowed, and Celine had to work, and she couldn't come because of the the ten people limit, right? Yep. We're sitting in an auditorium that is fucking gigantic. Yeah, I've been there. I went and watched you theater this, there this, back in the this, old days. Uh, oh of my god! Ten people in that auditorium is like nothing, like little like fucking ants. Yeah, it's huge. on the planet. Okay, this is a gigantic auditorium, huge stage. Like, it puts all of the concert halls I played in a, in a band to shame. It's a good... It's good. a very expensive fucking concert hall, okay? McDonald's, you guys paid for that. With and then we let ten of us in. Like, for some reason, like, it's just a blanket ten-person gathering It's an arbitrary period. number, it's, yeah. It's so stupid. Well, I can't go to any of my children's uh, sporting events. Both mm-hmm. my kids are in basketball in huge, right now. In huge sporting event stadiums. My favorite thing this week is that you can wrestle, but you can't shake hands. <laughs> You can tackle each other and t- yeah, you in, can in sweat all sports, over each yeah. other, drool on yeah. each other's mouths, but by God, don't shake hands. Do not even like. And come that's some of the policies of that it, you know. Me, I'm not going to complain about not being able to watch my kids' sports because at least my kids are getting to play, yeah. and so I'll watch it from an app. But it's like still you said, great. You can watch it, and that's and that's great that you got to go to your daughter's. I'm glad we have the technology for that, but at oh, the same so time, it's like. Remember when we could just gather and not be scared? Remember we could yeah. shake hands and hug each other? And, we can, and yeah. is it ever coming back? That's we, the part that's, I'm worried yeah. about because I don't know if it is. But trip down memory lane, okay. back when we could gather, back everybody, when. for some reason, the internet just decided one day that, hey, guys, something's going on in Area 51 and yep. they're not letting us see it. Let's and, they, go. and that really like rustled some jimmies. So people gathered. They organized. Like, this is the power of the internet. We were able to organize a crowd of thousands. Yeah, and like two million people said they were going to go or some huge number. Yeah, it was a weird fucking huge number. But like thousands of people gathered at the entrance to Area 51. Yep. But nobody had the balls to actually go in. God damn it. It never culminated anything. Well, I don't know how many military But they gathered at the gate and threw this party. There are lines you cannot (laughs) cannot, cross. No, you cannot. Like, where was I? They take the Area 51 I was in El Paso. Is that where the... um, 
the bombers are, the stealth yeah, bombers, yeah, right? El Paso. There's a yellow line on the runway. If you go yeah. over said yellow line, you are dog meat. Like, you guys, if you come within like two miles of Area 51, they, they got you on motion sensors. They, they got fucking dudes and they got snipers on you. They got fucking drones up in the air. They're serious about the security here. They test extremely so experimental weaponry here. Secrets. Yeah. Obviously, secrets. The phenomenon is there. It's according the to Tom right DeLonge. Well, that, that the speculation is because of the secrecy, but it's like I don't know about aliens, but I know they have like experimental weapons and aircraft there. And I resent being. But told like people gathered, thousands of people gathered at the the entrance to this place. Just had a fucking weird party. Of an internet troll. A weird meme party. <laughs> it was glorious. Doesn't it make glorious. you wonder what the next thing's gonna be? Yeah. Oh, the monoliths the or something. Well, monoliths are the thing right now. Random but see, you don't have to gather in a mass gathering to enjoy yeah. the monolith thing. It's just pictures. Yeah. So what's next? Um, orgies at the monolith. Ew. I don't know. <laughs> that uh, one's that'll, a little maybe that'll give us a, like a little. <laughs> there's uh, there's worse viruses. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That could give us a little pathogen preview. Got the herbs at the monolith. <laughs> it's that monolith part. I gathered at the monolith, and all I got was an STD. Yeah. God damn it. I should have stayed home. But uh, yeah, what's next? I don't know. I think about it. Come on, Four Chan. You guys are stale. Get back on the because I think Four Chan caused that whole uh, Area Fifty One thing. And the neck beards? They caused pretty much every weird movement on the internet. Is Four Chan? It comes from Four Chan. Why though? Why them? Just, I don't know. The genius. The genius of, nerds use Four Chan instead. Do they have of, like, a lot of time Facebook? on their hands? Yes. Well, the Internet Three is coming. That's a big. What thing. the fuck is that? And that's the next phase of the internet, blockchain based. You should research that, and we'll talk about. It's it still going to be a shopping mall. What's going to change? Mm, it's different. Gamification and tokenized internet. Is different than ads. Yeah. I watched the uh, Social Dilemma, the documentary on Netflix. Yeah, I, this, I think this was what spiraled you messed me him into. up this week. I've, I've been messed, messed up this him week. Up this you week. Guys. It's been He's been bad. doom and gloom. I watched the Social Dilemma, and the, the tone of that fucking documentary is very sad. It's about the invasiveness of social media and how they manipulate you for ad revenue, basically, and sell your data off. I it's scary. I haven't watched that yet but, because uh, not, I have to be in the right frame of mind. It, it made me want to start. Stabbing people? Stabbing people, yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, it, it made me it made me consider the option of like a, a free and open social platform that doesn't do any of these things. And you just get they to talk about whatever you want. And on the blockchain, it's called Hive. Mm. Yeah, but we need to make it a big one like that. They're trying. Why, is, why doesn't it work? Why do these companies because have, have people, so Because people, okay, to have a free and open blockchain means that you assume some responsibility to find it and get on it mm. instead of being manipulated I, by I peer pressure that. and advertising to do it. So it's like, mm. will that rise out of our current zeitgeist? I don't know. I don't parlors know. be getting some traction because of the, yeah, the right wingers being forced They're already Twitter. doing on there what they accused mm. the other people to, like censorship and banning mm. people. And They should just change the name of Twitter to Separatism the App. Why not just admit that some humans like to group together and they like echo chambers? They do. Because that's, that's what social media yeah, is. It's, it's an echo, echo chamber. Chambers. Think about all your friends and family on it's Facebook. psychology. I have family and friends. Like, I've, Facebook is fascinating to me because some people, <laughs> I've never want people to know really what I'm up to on a personal level. Just like, this is what I'm doing with my family. Grandma, here you go. That's what I use Facebook for. Yeah. Some people I know, they put everything on there. From what they're eating to who they're doing to, like, their social interactions. And I'm like, why would you want everybody to know about that? Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm frying a chicken. <laughs> or, wow. Or, like, if you're having domestic <laughs> abuse issues and then, you know, you get on there and you try to get uh, everybody on your side. Guilty, 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 guilty. Really? I used to do But I was going through, like, some bad, back a couple bad breakups I had back in the day. And I would fucking bitch about it on Facebook. I don't know why. It was just like an outlet. 
Well, they, but also social media like is your family, Correct. right? And friends, like those are people that are supposed to care about you. So sometimes you need validation that what you're going through is okay. What I get I, it. I'm I not judging. Was, I just, what I needed was somebody to like actually care tell about me you. how it was. And they usually did and it helped. So uh, that's my social circle. Everybody's social circle is a bit different. Well, and like some people I see, they just want to be like told that everything they're doing is right and that other person's an a-hole and that's not healthy either because mm-hmm. a lot of times you keep getting in the same situations because you're engaging in habits and behaviors that are destructive. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have an echo chamber telling you that's not the case at all, you're never going to change. You're yeah. just going to be in that hyperloop yeah. of constant. Hyperloop. By the, way, By the way, sorry to change the subject. No, let's do it. Um, that hyperloop that Elon Musk is building. Yeah. What's going on with that? They're testing it. Good. They tested it like they did a te- human I heard, test. Uh, I heard uh, Bezos is jumping on that bandwagon too. Well, and I just saw um, what was it that they tested human trials in God that? Damn it! You know what? what? We came out of the ground as mole people before we were humans. We're fucking going back in the ground. Look at that. It's cyclical. Hyper. Guys, we're get, we're going back in the ground. You think? Yeah. I don't know. I see it happening. We're digging tunnels again. Well. We haven't dug tunnels in millions of years. We're what was that guy's again. name on The Incredibles? <laughs> I can't remember. The mole guy, you yeah, know, they yeah, came yeah. out, did the tunnel or what? I can't remember. Yeah. I watched that a long time. Yeah. Virgin's Hyperloops first. Oh, it was Virgin that did it. Yeah. Well, first Virgin ever, is uh, Amazon. First ever he, uh, human trial. Mm. That was last month. I remember reading this. It beats Tesla. They had to put that. Of um, Because they paid that guy to say The it. first human passenger test rode through a nearly airless tube at 100 miles per hour. Hmm. I don't even know if Elon was the first one to think of this either, though. So. I just love Elon Musk. He's a very good example of a alien. It says... He's a, he's a goddamn 14-year-old alien who came to Earth, and he's just living life. Having a good Sending time. fucking sports cars to space and creating flamethrowers. Oh, I, it just came out. He, oh, he's, he just moved to Texas, and now he's developing AR rifles, the Tesla-branded AR rifles. I'm pretty sure he's not manufacturing, though. He's just having the... Company making them put his logo on them. That made someone on the left. Dude, really I was fucking die. stoked when I saw that because I'm like, please, Elon, please have them put in it so you can attach your flamethrower to it. Please. Just because. Why not? Because Elon's a fucking 14 year old oh, alien no. living on Earth. With All us, I know is amongst that. Amongst us plebs. Just, and he's having fun. That's. And he's telling people to fuck off on Twitter and uh, simultaneously trying to get us to Mars and being a philanthropist. It's amazing. Good times? Yeah. Good times. I love how he came out and he was like, does anybody really know if they have the virus? I don't know if that's a good Elon impression, but whatever. Fuck off. He always seems like he's <laughs> translating it before he talks. <laughs> what? No. He, he puts zero thought into his tweets. Well, no, I mean like... Oh, like when he... He has th- a slight has, delay when he talks. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's translating he think, before yeah. he talks. Because like, he's a robot or an alien or something. That's why. His, vo- his vocal modulator is like... A, it's, it's old tech now. I just wonder. What I think sort of, I, I'm just joking. I feel like there's some sort of chess match going on in there, yeah. and they're like, "Which one should we go with in this stream?" I'm just excited because he moved to Texas, meaning he might be on Rogan more. Oh, America. Yeah, America. Okay. Oh, he got so much shit when he the last time he was on Rogan, he was just nothing but like, "Don't listen to the news. COVID. You know, just the, these lockdowns are stupid. Everyone's well, still everybody's still working and everybody's still working for Tesla. Guess what? Man, my Tesla stocks are fucking killing it. Well, killing it. It's because he's going Cause to Because his, go his to employers are still going to work. Well, and then he's like, F you, California. I don't know if it's good or bad, but he's uh, making them electric cars, guys. I feel like we Pushing have enough battery technology anecdotal farther. evidence about lockdowns and the, like, you know, we have enough data to sift through that it didn't really make any difference. No. No, it's just what it is. I just, come on, can we get these lockdowns gone? It's not doing I want to do this podcast outside in public. No, I'm just joking. 
Should we that would be interesting, though, if we could do this, like, just sit down in the middle of a busy coffee shop and start you talking about our craziness. You know that meme where the guy, like, puts an idea up and then changed my mind? Yeah. You know that meme? Yeah. Like, our podcast could just be a living embodiment oh, of that? yeah, I love that. I fucking, uh, I made a meme the other day, um, in the Cult of the Curious. Okay. Uh, another podcast I listen to heavily is the, is Time Suck with Dan Cummins. Yes. Yeah, uh, he's a very hilarious stand-up comedian, lives here in Coeur d'Alene, actually, and does his podcast from Coeur d'Alene, and it's very, it's like, True crime and conspiracies, all these other things. It's just whatever the, the listeners want him to talk about, he does a very long-form uh, dis- like uh, exposition, explanation, yeah. exposition about it. It's very awesome. It's actually was one of the top podcasts in Apple recently, one of the top three. Um, but uh, we, he has this group called the Cult of the Curious Facebook group, with people who listen to the podcast, because he jokingly is a cult leader as a joke. So, but it's fucking just exploded lately. Everybody in the entire Facebook group almost has changed their profile picture to his weird, creepy picture. He put that one of like himself with a like. It's just a picture of his face with a weird mustache, and he looks like fucking Ed Kemper. Yes, I've seen. And such things. um, I took his face and put it on that guy. Did you really the, on the table? The change my mind meme. Yes, because somebody posted that and they're like. I'm not going to conform and make my face his face or you guys are all stupid or something. Prove me wrong. Or, I, or I'm not Dan. Prove me wrong or something. So I took his, Dan's face, put it on that guy and changed the word on the coffee cup to say I'm Dan. And then fucking just troll. Basically, wrong. I just trolled the guy with a meme. It was fun. Yeah. Well, that seems that, nice. That was my See, that was a good moment was my of the week. Your week, week wasn't all bad. That wasn't all doom and gloom. Me I played too. a lot of Just Cause and blew a lot of stuff up in a video game. And I hung out with my with my baby boy a lot. He's, I did a lot of work this week. He's walking and uh, starting to talk now. The baby is cute. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a It's been a week, though. I don't know. It's just been heavy. Well, I feel like you've purged. I've purged. I feel great today now. Oh, see? Life is better. Yeah. It's good. I don't feel great about how long this episode's going to take to process. Well, maybe we should get to that. <laughs> no, it, it, we got to end it. I'm, I'm getting done. hungry. Yeah, we got, a, we got a lot of post-production to do. It's about 2.17 p.m. now. And Let's get it's to It's just it. I have so much fun with this podcast. I don't want to stop. And I don't want to wait another week to do another one, but we're going to, so guys, made it through, made it through two hours and 43 minutes with us Yep. or longer. If we do an intro, I don't know. We'll see. Oh God. Yeah. Never mind. But, uh, have a nice day. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye.